Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash iopanel. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Kindle, Android, or MP3 player. You got your shirt on there, Chief. <laughs> what the fuck? You abandoned it. Am I, am I, I don't know, my bag or something. I've had it ever since. Does it fit? Yeah, it fits great. I mean, yeah, I'm sure it does. If it's fine, you fat asshole. It's your, it's it's our size. <laughs> well, what were we fighting over? <laughs> That's right. Who was the fatter asshole or whatever? Yeah. Oh my god. He's like, he's like, this is not my shirt. He's like, I do not wear a five X or whatever. And I was like, James, I don't wear a four X. Are you crazy? Like, <laughs> yeah. Welcome back, everyone, to the IO Panel Podcast, episode 47, recorded on February 19th, 2017, fresh off discussion about picture frames and homosexuality. With me, as always, my co-hosts, James and Mike. How are you guys doing this week? Sup, son? Yo. Mm-hmm. Uh, hot mic. Got a hot mic there, buddy. Ha. Ah, no. Yeah. I'm all right. All right, so uh, what do you guys have to say about picture frames and or homosexuality? Um, no not, comment is fine. Not picture frames. Frames. Mm-hmm. Frames. Framing people for crimes? No, I picture homosexuals it. adjusting their frame. I don't know what happened, and I don't know what the show's about anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's about whatever we want it to be about. Well... Do you do anything uh, worth mentioning this past week? Or just continue to live? Um, <laughs> well, I did continue to live. Uh, what, did, what did I do? Um, yeah, I didn't do anything interesting, I don't think. Oh, I tried WoW. You played World of Warcraft? Yeah, I tried it out. How'd you get suckered into that? Oh, ladies. Hmm. Mm, yeah. Virtual females? No. <laughs> No, real females. Ah. That I know virtually. Um, <laughs> like Evan and his quote-unquote friends. Yeah, Evan, yeah, Evan and his, most of and those, his uh, friends, exactly. They're all, they're all dudes. <laughs> well, yeah. Except for one, supposedly, but yeah. Well, um, yeah, so I, start, I tried WoW out. We can talk about it later during game theory. Okay. Mike, still breathing? Taking it day by day? <laughs> Something like that. Something like that, okay. Back on the shakes. You know, we can talk about that later, though, in the uh, <laughs> Yum update. Okay, those kind you, of shakes. Are you getting not, the shakes again? Or? Yeah, no, not that kind of shake. <laughs> yeah, sitting I'm in the good. corner fighting the shakes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, good. Well, uh, I had a very boring week. I breathed. I ate. I slept. I lived. Um, by the strictest sense of the word, hmm. not not by any adventurous, uh, whimsical experiences. Okay. So, anyways, news time. Um, our favorite billionaire and investor, Mr. Warren Buffett, and his company Berkshire Hathaway, has uh, made strides to change their investing strategy slightly. Um, so. 
in the past years, Amazon, as we all know, has been dominating the e-commerce world and sort of taking some popularity away from the traditional brick-and-mortar stores. And uh, one of the largest brick-and-mortar stores that we know of is Walmart. So Berkshire Hathaway has dumped nearly a billion dollars worth of Walmart stock and uh, moved to invest that money and additional billions into airlines, presumably because with the the takeoff, no pun intended, slight pun intended, of um, e-commerce, I mean, transportation will always be needed. You have to get the products to warehouses, get the products to the customers. So in the long run, it's probably a good investment. Um, online sales, if you want some perspective, for 2015, Walmart sold $14 billion um, worth of products online, and Amazon sold $107 billion in products online. So I actually, I was curious if... If the news of this and the action of him of them dumping a billion dollars worth of stock actually had an effect on Walmart's stock price, but I looked at it and over the past uh, week, I think it's actually up like two dollars. <laughs> so, hmm. and I guess uh, maybe a potential short-term loss, um, you know. But uh, it doesn't really. The article I think doesn't really say what airlines they invested in. So maybe they showed a huge short-term gain. I'm, you know, I'm sure they'll go up more than Walmart in the long term. Walmart's so far behind in the whole e-commerce, um, online sales and shipping business. Although they do have an equivalent to Amazon Prime. Um, I don't know what it's called. It's about half the price, though. It's called People of Walmart. It's called People of Walmart. Yes, PeopleofWalmart.com for your trial membership yeah. of. Uh, Horrible, horrible insanity. Great Slash IO panel. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Walmart. No, okay. Um, fuck Walmart. Everyone who goes to Walmart. They if we get you, to Evan. Bro. No. <laughs> Dude, this is just like pumpkin spice. All right. You fucking, you heard other people say it's horrible, so you refuse to try it. But it serves a purpose. Yeah, for basic white girls. Yeah. Where else can you get your Uggs? <laughs> very very true yeah no i like walmart i just feel bad that what they're doing what they do to like local business but I at the same like time at, at the same time uh you can go to walmart and get something for five dollars that if you go to a local store they're like oh 15 bucks yeah. you know so and also most of the time 24 hours a day yeah so that walmart has its advantages mm-hmm. yeah before so you know, mike oh, embrace them all right, before you cruise on here, mm-hmm. just a just a note about Berkshire Hathaway. Mm-hmm. How familiar are you are you with Berkshire Berkshire B or Berkshire A? Um, not at all. Apparently, okay. Please so enlighten me. Berkshire Hathaway Class B stock is one hundred and sixty eight dollars and fifty seven cents a share right now. Okay, mm-hmm. over the week, just to, just you know, like I didn't know they had dumped half of that much uh, Walmart stock, but since like the beginning of this week, their stock's gone up about eh, eight bucks for Berkshire B. Berkshire A, okay, that's a whole different fucking story. Is that the one that's like five hundred thousand dollars a share or something like? Yeah, something... Berkshire 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 A was two hundred and thirty-eight thousand dollars a share uh, <laughs> at the beginning of the week, and now it's at two hundred and fifty-two thousand dollars a share. 
Okay. Jesus. So, so uh, can you imagine that he dumped? What do you say? Half a billion dollars worth of stock? A billion dollars? Nine hundred million. Nine hundred million dollars worth of stock, and it dr- it jumped. So like, almost a billion dollars. Yeah. And his it, his company stock went up twenty thousand dollars a share. Yeah. So what? That's awesome. Like, it, it's, and it's it's, it's mind blasting. Yeah, every time I see that, mind bottling. Yeah, it's yeah, every time I see. I had someone actually try to convince me that mind bottling was the actual right term, um, and I was like, "That's not that was from it's a joke from a movie. It's not real." Um, but uh, it's my it, it's crazy to me that that stock is cost that much. That it's two hundred and and my so if you guys have the Robinhood app, I know Evan has it and Michael have it. I talked them into getting it. If you go on the Robinhood app, you can look up Burke B and Burke A B A B uh, the stock tickers B R K dot A and B A card B A just do B A B fuck B R K and you'll find them. Okay? Just bark at your phone. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's just crazy, man. Like, like you, I could go in, and it's like there's an option here on my phone to buy that stock. <laughs> like, that's like incredibly irresponsible. Don't do let it me on, do that. Do it on credit, <laughs> dude. I, if I could, I would. If I could, I would. Dude, you could have cashed out and been twenty thousand dollars richer. Here's the thing: they have the credit system here. They've initiated it, and they're like, "You're, you're, you can get this credit thing." I wonder <laughs> if someone's actually tried to buy Burke a, Burke a with that fucking that thing, the Robinhood Gold credit system. It's kind of funny. So, what do you have to do to 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 have some of that stock? Do you have to be like one of twelve people in the circle of trust, dude, and like already well, a, a billionaire? It's a public. It's a public stock, right? It's a public stock. Anybody is can it? buy it. So anyone can buy it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, who is anyone? Who Who's buying multiple shares? And, I mean, and people who own this own, like, 50, 60. Well, how many shares are several there? Several hundred shares, whatever. How many shares are there total? I don't know. Probably not that many. Would it be worth it? Several to, hundred, probably. To, instead of spending a quarter of a million dollars buying a house... To buy one share of Berkshire Hathaway. Yeah, totally. Think about it. A week it went up twenty thousand dollars. It's a better investment than a house. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh if we look at the five year, over five years, so at the five year mark, it was a five years ago, Berkshire Hathaway was hundred and twenty two thousand dollars. Woo. Okay, and of course now it's a hundred two hundred and fifty two thousand. So that's a five that's the five year gain. So you tell me what's a better fucking thing. Berkshire Hathaway is better. Yeah. Even if you bought it for six months and you're like, I'm just going to pull out, you know? Fuck! Yeah. <laughs> like, now I feel like everyone who owns a house is a fucking sucker. You know? <laughs> like, they're like a low-level plebe, and all the one percenters are like, bitch, I ain't own a house. I get that Burke. You know? <laughs> That's exactly how they say it, too. That's, they speak that way. Correct. As they live out of their car. But they're yeah. still smarter no, than No, they're us. leasing. They're leasing. They're leasing, okay. Yeah. Well, that's impressive. So what's so what's Burke B? Just they have a, it just that's because like a, that's a stock for everybody. That's a stock that. So if you want that's a piece, the one for the plebes. Yeah, the it peasants. is exactly. If you want to, if you want a piece of Berkshire Hathaway and some of the some of the Buffett magic, that's where you can get in at. So they took like two of the normal stocks and broke them into ten thousand regular stocks. Uh, maybe I don't really know what they did. You know, I, and this one supposedly doesn't go up like it doesn't get crazy. So, I mean, it's all both of them are very safe. I mean, let's look at the five year for Burke for Burke B. Um, let's see here. 
now that I know Orion listens to this show, I hope he feels like uh, he's going to be like, what a house. I'm an idiot. I should have got that Berkshire stock. Okay, so five years ago, Burke B. Come on. Yeah, but you can't live in a stock. You sure can't, but that's okay. You could buy a, a camper van and just park it in the Walmart parking lot. Oh, you sure can. I own this company. <laughs> no, not no more. Yeah. Well, it was it was about a hundred dollars uh, about four years ago. I can't see what it was five years ago. Okay, so, so it hasn't gone up that much. It's only sixty bucks in five years, but it's yeah. gone up. It's steadily gone up. You know, it's it's done very well. Um, as far as stocks go, it's the kind of stock you want to invest in. It's like Trump. It's done very well. It's very successful. It, huge. Yep. It's going to be huge. 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 Everyone loves it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Trump of stocks, folks. Yeah, that's right. Except way... <laughs> except, except better. Except yeah. actually, Way more valuable. Yeah. Exactly. Hmm. So, Evan, so I... I <clears throat> I don't take issue, but I find it interesting that uh, you said um, Walmart did, I don't know, I'll say $14 billion in online sales, mm-hmm. and Amazon did like $100 billion or whatever. Mm-hmm. In 2015. Um, so how much did they do in brick-and-mortar sales? Overall, as a company, they beat Amazon by about $100 billion. Okay, then. So what's the problem? Um, online sales the wave of the future we're all going to become like those people in Wally yes floating around on isn't that the that's the dream right floating around on rascals with no wheels I'll tell you something if I had to choose between living off the dole and a mega block or being a fat guy (laughs) in a fucking floating hover chair being serviced by robots all day and giving whatever the fuck I wanted I'll take the hover chair any fucking time and twice on Sunday. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, you did not listen to slash watch last week's song of the week. Was it called By and Large? <laughs> no. But I recommend that you watch it. I picked it specifically for you. I had I seen it a couple days before our uh, our last episode and the conversation that we had regarding living in VR and masks and everything I thought was quite fitting. So I, I picked it just for you. All right. I'll check it out. Okay. Hmm. So, <clears throat> so that and his investment in airlines, I find interesting. I mean, mm-hmm. this guy's smarter than me, so he probably knows what he's doing, but, and I'm sure he's got an army of fucking people helping him to make these decisions. Right. But, <clears throat> Didn't airlines just start sucking? Like, well, that, know, isn't that what they say? Buy low, sell high. So maybe maybe he's getting a good deal on like a, a private transportation company. I don't know. I think you know what I think the whole thing is with that because he every time I look or turn around, he's buying airplane stock. I think the whole thing is he he's a firm believer that, but from at least from when he was born the main mode of transportation, the main game changer in transportation that's connecting the world isn't cars, isn't the internet, isn't space, but it's airplanes. Like that's mm-hmm. going to be the immediate, that's the immediate thing that 
maybe once they crack a few core technologies stuff, but airplanes ain't going away. Like people are always going to fly somewhere, whether it's for business or pleasure or family. People are always going to get in planes. They're always and planes are going to kind of gouge your eyes out because they got to pay a ton of money for fuel and fuel prices going down. So it's probably a great time to buy. You know, that's probably why he's doing. Yeah, I mean, just for transporting goods, you could send them on, you know, cargo ships or something like that. But that takes, you know, weeks versus or at least days versus hours. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. All right. Well, like I said, he he probably knows better than me, you know. So. Yeah, it, I'm, you know, fine. I wonder. I haven't looked into his slash their investments, but I wonder if they have any um, serious money in like automated over the road trucking, also, or like mm-hmm. driverless OTR. Because mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. that would benefit them as well. Trains. Planes. You know, I, I, and automobiles. <laughs> oh, we just did a thing, sort of. I don't, I don't remember if it was Bill Gates, but I think someone um, of prominence suggested that if your job or if a company replaces your position with a robot, then that robot should, in a way, pay taxes. So I was like, that's a weird idea. I didn't read too much into the article, but. I think yeah, that makes sense to me. I think that's something that probably somebody would try to pull off in the beginning of like automation because they to penalize companies for bringing robot workers in and putting to to incentivize them to keep human workers on. Yeah. But still even if you charge $100 in taxes per month or something for a robot, it'd still be cheaper than a person. Oh yeah. You know, there's like no there's no value. It's a it's a zero sum game. No, that's not what that is. <laughs> That's funny. You know, I only learned about that saying from watching Arrival. Mm-hmm. I had no idea that was a thing before, or like I didn't know that scenario had a name. I learned that, it from, and an that's anime. different from the Arrival. Correct. Okay, I was like, the movie with Charlie Sheen? Like, you're the oh. only person who's seen that movie, and you're the only person who's drawn those two conclusions, Michael. I just want you to know that. They're both space movies. I mean, what the fuck? Well,. Very much like what we discussed on this very topic roughly three weeks ago, I purposely said arrival and not the arrival, hoping to avoid confusion. Mm-hmm. Thank so God we have Mike avoid... to nitpick the details. If they wanted to avoid confusion, they should have given the movie a different fucking name. You know? yeah. <laughs> Maybe Charlie Sheen should have made a bigger name for himself in, in uh, current entertainment. So, yeah. Whose fault is it, really? Charlie Sheen is a saint. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he is a saint. I like Charlie Sheen. Yeah. Chuck Sheen. He's a great man. Yeah. Well, that transfers, uh, or transitions rather, quite well oh, yeah. into the next article about um, very deadly diseases. Um, malaria, which is our favorite deadly disease. Making a comeback, baby. Yeah. No, is not it really? really but, no. Okay. No, but it still kills about 400,000 people a year. And I believe. The majority of people who have ever died have died from malaria, or malaria has killed more than more people than every other disease combined in recorded human history. So, pretty big deal. Uh, mostly in Africa, mostly in children under five years old. So, there's a couple of you know, if you're going to Africa, you go to the doctors and you get malaria vaccines, malaria drugs, stuff like that. Um, some of them are pretty shit. Some of them actually give you like 
permanent neurological damage uh, if you're unlucky. There, there just is not a really good way to fight it. Um, Michael, didn't you see your dad like got the malaria shot or something? I never said that. I feel like you told me that like you're like my dad went on safari and he had a malaria shot. My dad has like definitely he was, never, he, never he, been on safari. He was looking he's, for the beginning of the Nile for the Explore, Great Explorers Club. He's a very well-known outdoorsman. <laughs> Bill Blower. Yeah, he likes the outdoors about as much as I do. So. <laughs> Oh, that's great, oh, boy. So, anyway, the uh, the article I linked to actually talks about a couple of different vaccine options. Um, I'm going to focus on one, though. It's actually the second one mentioned. Sensaria has recently passed a phase two trial, which is human trial, in a small sample size. So, sticking with my small sample size human trial favoritism. Um, so, malaria is actually caused by a parasite that lives... Or is transmitted by mosquitoes. It's not like something that mosquitoes cause themselves or innately. And what happens is the parasite will enter your bloodstream. It'll uh, go right for your liver where it chills out and multiplies. It gestates fucking, you know, makes makes itself in huge numbers. Very excellent huge. numbers. Huge. And then it like bursts out back into your bloodstream. And then your immune system's like, oh, Jesus Christ, what the fuck is this? And, uh, you know, panic ensues and fever and death and all that stuff. So some other vaccines have, you know, much like treatments for deadly diseases, like the flu vaccine. You know, if you get a flu shot, it's really sort of a modified flu virus to be not like fully infectious, but enough for your immune system to be like, okay, this is foreign. I'm going to look out for this. The problem is it's usually like last year's flu. So anything that happens this year, you know, you, it's it's better to have it than not. Um, but what Sinceria does is injects a live malaria parasite into your blood, Mm-mm. like fully functioning, along with one of the well-known uh, drugs to treat it called chloroquine or chloroquine, um, which actually has a very good record of killing it. So what the purpose or what the idea is, is to... Let your body see the fully functional, fully formed parasite so your immune system can sort of, you know, build a a defense against it, then kill it. So if it happens again, then your immune system will sort of take it out before it gets to your liver and before it gestates and before it blows up in your body and kills you. So, you know, pretty good, um, pretty good idea. Granted, small trial shows promise. Um, it says patients given the highest dose, quote unquote, <laughs> doesn't really say what that dose is, presumably the highest dose of, you know, if they give them like a lot of parasites and a lot of the chloroquine drug, um, have shown, have been shown to be 100% immune for, uh, the 10 week observation period. So that's pretty cool. Now, another drug that they talk about in this article, um, which I'm not focusing on, is fairly effective. I think it's in the 50%-ish range. Um, has actually been approved by the World Health Organization for widespread, uh, say, deployment in Africa in 2018. So at least we'll, we'll start fighting it uh, pretty soon. Hmm. So anyways, I thought that was an, an interesting... 
and promising uh, medical study that I wanted to bring to everyone's attention. I'll just mention that uh, I didn't know this until fairly recently, that tonic water, like gin and tonic, mm-hmm. contains quinine? quinine, Yes, which is used to fight malaria. Uh-huh. I think that's the... Uh, the... Isn't that toxic or something? Like, you drink too much of it, it'll kill you? Probably. Uh, I don't know. Sounds about right, though. Drink, drink too much of anything, I think it'll kill you. Quinine. Yeah, it's true. That's that's the uh, is that the tartness makes your mouth feel dry? It says it gives it its bitter taste. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. I, that's what I actually like about tonic water. Ugh. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm immune to malaria. Doubtful. <laughs> Let's go try. <laughs> Booking now, a trip to Africa here, right now. Here's a question, okay? Let's say they cure malaria. Mm-hmm. So now you're gonna have an extra four hundred thousand people a year. Yeah. What hat? What? Where do those people go? Now, okay, the jungles and deserts of Africa, more than likely. What does that do to all the other various things? Like, I'm not saying they shouldn't, like, I'm, I'm just playing devil's advocate here. Like, what's mm-hmm. the impact of 400,000 extra people a year in those areas where there's no infrastructure and there's warlords and people are going to have, there's food shortages and people aren't growing anything and people are going to have horrible lives. Like, what's the impact? Like, who's thought of that? impact i mean of course we want to cure stuff and i'm not saying we shouldn't and i'm not saying fuck those people i'm just saying like i'll tell you what it that's gives a you. massive impact it gives the world even more cheap slash slave labor to extract the much needed raw materials out of africa for all of our daily conveniences oh god i'm triggered man slaves in africa i'm triggered i'm triggered <laughs> i'm triggered b <laughs> Yeah, I don't think any too much good stuff comes out of African original conflict diamonds, but maybe I, it will lead to the African industrial revolution. I doubt that. I doubt that. We'll see. Hopefully I won't be alive for whatever happens. Keep it moving. <laughs> Hopefully I won't be alive for the fallout of all these new Africans. <laughs> yeah, they'll all move in next door to me and go crazy and start young banging on the walls and stuff and making all this noise. Bile. Oh, racism. <laughs> Let's keep it moving. It where did, joke, where did we learn that from? It's a prank. That's uh, that's Russell Peters. Yeah, who's that? Bile. Fucking Russell Peters. Oh boy. Who is a half Indian or full Indian Canadian? So he's he is universally from racism. He's universally. He's universally said, "I am a huge racist." Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I hate everyone, which I totally don't have a problem with. Mm-hmm. I think that's just fine. I think that's a good way to be. Yeah, no Hate problem. everyone and then let the good people through. You know, <laughs> the white people. No, I'm just kidding. Correct. Uh, <laughs> speaking speak, of white people. Yeah, speaking of white people <laughs> and a good, totally the, accidental and, segue. And the trouble with Africa, Mike, what's up with the KKK follow up? Oh, yeah. So uh, we talked about this, I believe it was last week, uh-huh. maybe the week before, about um, the splinter cells of the Ku Klux Klan. Yeah, the, the Grand Wizard of one of the splinter cells or whatever. Yep, the KKK. He was found dead on the kind of the side of the river or something. Um, yeah, his wife and and her. I guess it's her son. His stepson have been charged with the murder. Huh? Can't trust him. Mm-hmm. We said it last week. We said it was the girl yeah. going to be the girlfriend. We said and the wife. We we were like, it's the wife. And James, uh, I, I don't know where the other article is now, but so there was a there was a, another article I saw about this, 
where they had the picture of that guy with standing with a black dude. And they were posing for a picture, and it was something like, I don't know, I don't remember what the black guy was doing. He was something like, he was going around trying to meet with people and try to, like, you know, bring people together or whatever. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, in this picture, though, that I have in this article, the guy is standing in front of a Dodge Charger that's painted up like the General Lee from um, Dukes, the of, Dukes Hazard. of Hazard. There you go. Exactly. Sadly, I have a picture just like that. Yes, you I, do. I know you do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> White power. It's a piece of Americana. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So just, just so uh, everybody knows who hasn't seen the show, I am bl- I'm black and I'm totally joking. <laughs> Are you <Okay>. sure? <laughs> Shut up. There has there has been some recent question about <laughs> yeah about that. <laughs> Apparently, my voice doesn't portray my race. That's a now a new thing I've recently well not recently discovered, but that is neither here nor there. It has, it has it has it come has to reared light. its head again. Yes, yes, yeah. exactly. That is exactly right. That's right. It's reared its ugly head again. Was there any word to uh, her motive? No. Or did she just think he was being soft? <laughs> I have no idea. They didn't. They didn't say. Mm, okay. So. There you Maybe go. Maybe we'll, we'll have a follow-up to the follow-up next week. Mm-hmm. Mike, stay on top of the uh, the white power issues. Yeah. Exactly. All right. So next up, the leader of North Korea, his mm-hmm. half-brother, was reportedly killed in Malaysia. Yes. So his name is Kim Jong-nam. And um, now they they say they don't have a cause of death yet. He's a forty six year old. Now they had a different name on his documents. It said like Kim Chol or something. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to confirm his identity, but supposedly it's it's Kim Jong Il's half brother. Um, and there was a a South Korean. TV station reported that he was poisoned at the Kuala Lumpur airport by two women believed to be North Korean operatives. Who let them out of the country? So I'm not sure where they got their information, but... Uh, I don't know, aren't so they that, still so, buddy-buddy with Russia? So they're So they're implying that the North Korean leader wanted his half-brother killed, which honestly isn't that surprising. But. No, not at all. I mean, I don't know what this guy did to to deserve it, but uh, I'm sure you know. I'm sure, you don't have to do much. You were always mother's favorite. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, so just interesting, interesting. Always fun to hear about North Korea mm-hmm. and their whole. Oh, deal. I don't. I don't actually know if either of you are going to talk about this, but do you know what uh, major blow? China just dealt to the North Korean uh, financial market of sorts. So North Korea, apparently their primary export... financial market? Well, I've perhaps used the wrong term for that. I apologize. (laughs) It's a potato-based financial market. It's it's (laughs) potato and rice-based, yes. Um, Apparently their main export to China is coal. Because China, a lot of their power plants are still coal-burning for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And for the remainder of 2017, China has promised to not buy any coal from North Korea. Why? Wait, why? Now, why is that? I do not know. I didn't why, look into it very why deeply. Why would they agree to that? Uh, I don't know. I, don't think I did not look it. into it very deeply. Perhaps um, I didn't realize that North Korea had such such natural resources at its disposal. Oh yeah. Oh, you know what? I know why they did it. Uh, I'll I will fucking pay you money. I guarantee you, because China is taking uh, people. Don't they? Have, they don't talk about this, but China is aggressively taking action to curtail their environmental shit because they know it's a real problem. And it's over there. It's like a massive, like health, like air quality issue, and mm-hmm. the coal burning is their biggest problem. So they, they, they're like uh, what I've what I've been told uh, in my morning reviews and updates when I've heard them talking about it is like China's like going <laughs> after the. Well, you know, I get my, you know, the DNI comes in my office and gives me a briefing every morning. So yeah, um, yeah, that's the director of national intelligence. For anybody who didn't know, the DNI is. Um, when the DNI comes and sees me, you know they say hey, China's taking this very seriously and they're trying to make it happen. So I get all the reports Trump doesn't want to hear about the yep. about the environment and stuff. Well, surely our great leader had some part in in playing this uh, monumental, world changing role in history. It's gonna be huge. We're getting all that coal. Yeah, <laughs> a coal in every child's stocking. That's right. <laughs> I um. I thought I remember seeing one time on the I'll say the Discovery Channel. That's a lie. You don't learn anything <laughs> on the Discovery Channel. On the History Channel, um, between Hitler documentaries, yes, that the Third Reich. Yeah, no, um, that West Virginia has more coal mines and more coal in it than the rest of the world combined. I do believe that's true. Did you ever watch the movie October Sky? Starring Jake Gyllenhaal? No. Oh, okay. I bet it wasn't, wasn't about the sky in October. Kind of. He he was uh, the son of a coal miner who was destined to be a coal miner himself, but then he got his, his head wrapped around the science of rockets and became a, a great high school rocketeer. Hmm. And he fell in love with his teacher who died or something. In it's actually a pretty good accident? movie. No. Um, leukemia, I think. That's fucking weak. Does he <laughs> so, go to NASA or something? Does he build a spaceship and go to Mars? Does it take place some of the movie takes place on Mars? Tell me something interesting about this movie. Um, well, it is historical, so no. So it's a uh, bullshit he does not, he tragic love story about a he does not go to Mars, Virginia. Excuse you, I do not appreciate your hostility toward <laughs> Mr. Gyllenhaal. No, but hmm. he does. He does meet Warner von Braun, I believe. And he overcomes the limitations of being a lowly West Virginian and becomes a rocket scientist. Wait, when does this take when does this take place? I don't know. Like fifties or something? Oh god, even worse. <laughs> you guys can't see this, but Evan's face he does like a little sneeze thing when he's making that so it's like it's like a, like a cat with water in his, in his face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Everyone should watch October Sky. That's all I have to say about that. Hmm. So not, not like Vanilla Sky? No. Okay. 
which is a wacky misadventure of friends mm-hmm. and Scientology. And Scientology. <laughs> we have to do an episode on a show on Scientology. We really do. Who you want to get us murdered? I'm just interested in it. I want to know what it's about. Like, <laughs> is there an alien or is L. Ron Hubbard still alive? Look, we're not supposed to mention his name. Okay. The hub. We call him the hub. Zenu. We haven't paid enough money to know. Oh, Our brains will explode. LRH. LRH. You should all watch, since I'm always an advocate of watching Joe Rogan's podcast, if you want to know about science, some some more about Scientology, you should watch the documentary Going Clear. And you should watch Joe Rogan's podcast with Leah Remini from about 10, 10 days ago or two weeks ago. She talks all about science, like growing up in Scientology. Is that how you pronounce her last name? Leah Remini? Yes. Weird. Huh. Okay. So, okay. Not, I'm, I not was, Remini? I was yeah. dead wrong about it. I was I was ascribing uh, a environmentalist value system to China, and I was totally wrong about why they stopped importing coal. Uh, Is it Trump? It, no, it's missile-related. It's related to the last North Korean test. They basically uh, told North Korea, say, stop fucking with nukes last year. And the crew was like, oh, no problem, chief. We're going to do whatever the fuck we want, bitch. And so China was like, oh, okay, we're not going to buy more coal from you, bitch. And <laughs> like, uh, oh, man. Yeah. It's like, man. On. Bitch, what do they sorry. pay them in? Rubles. Apparently, North Korea has one of the best U.S. dollar counterfeiting rings in the world. So maybe they pay them in. Counterfeit U.S. dollars. That'd be interesting. Hmm. Yep. All right. Cool. So, shall we move on to some more Nazi talk? Yep. Nazi. Killing We're here Nazis. to kill Nazis. <laughs> yeah. Bongiorno. <laughs> so, this article is about one of Trump's advisors. His name is... Sub- they have your... I think it's Sebastian Gorka, although mm-hmm. oh, there's a spelling error here. It's That's where you'd use that sick, by the way. Um, <laughs> Sebastian Gorka, it says he's the deputy assistant to President Trump, so whatever that means. And this this article obviously is very heavily slanted, I th- well, I think. Where'd you, is it Breitbart? Is that where you're getting that from? This is dailykos.com. So Reputable. Um, they say he's a rabid anti-Islamic presence in the world, the Sebastian Gorka guy. Mm-hmm. But anyway, the whole thing is they, and they go on to explain this medal that he's wearing, this little thing. Like there's a few pictures of him wearing this, this little thing. And apparently it, it's a thing from Poland, I think, or is it Poland or Hungary? Poland. Oh, it's, it was, no, it was from Hungary though. Oh, okay. So Hungary was a willing ally of Nazi Germany. And during that time, basically this medal says is from a time when people were like kind of like knighted or given awards and stuff. Mm-hmm. During that kind of like Nazi, yeah, we're, we're cool with the Nazis period. For their cleansing accomplishments? Something like that. So it's called a knightly order. And there are 23,000 people who were, this was bestowed upon. 
And so probably this guy's grandfather was the original recipient mm-hmm. of this. So he's wearing it, and it's called the Order of Vitezzi. And basically it's like, yeah, you know, it's be like if someone was wearing a an SS thing or something, or like a a Nazi whatever, you know, award. It's almost that bad. But who pays attention to Hungaria? Or, sorry, Hungary. Yes, different, different. No one knows what that is. Is Hungaria a thing? Well, Hungarian people. I I'm right. meant to say Hungary. Right, Hungary, Hungary, Canada, Canadian. Yeah, Correct. We, we know. Okay, got it. So, so what's the name of this? The Knights Order was that what you called it? Well, they called it a knightly order. A knightly order. And what's the website you got this from? Was it Daily Ko? Daily Knightly Order. Conspiracy confirmed. DailyKOS.com. Uh huh. Nightlyorderstatus.com. Got him. <laughs> now, the actual thing is called the Order of Vitezzi. Okay. And it's it's kind of like if you were if you were knighted or if you were given like a medal of honor or something like that. It's kind of like that, you mm-hmm. know? Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So, okay. One of the things on the Order of Vitezzi's website is. Um, <laughs> Did you sign up for their mailing list? No, absolutely, because it's honestly, man, they have the best like jokes on the the Monday, the morning jokes are the best. <laughs> um, so, uh, the siege of Budapest. Uh, it's and basically one of the things, uh, if I'm reading this correctly, um, the goal was to get caught, blah blah blah, region exonerating the German and Hungarian units. So, basically, it's yeah, it was a pro-Nazi group. Um, and one of the things that they're remembered for, one of their things of like, they're like, we broke the Russian blockade. And I was like, wait, the Russians were kind of good guys in 1944. I was like, this must be like some fucking, <laughs> some fucking Nazi shit. I mean, look, uh, well, whatever. It's fucking Nazis. What are you going to do? Yeah. I've actually, I, I procured a series of, um, short documentary pieces by, uh, Oliver Stone called the like the untold history of the world or the untold history of the U.S. or something like that. And uh, I watched the first episode, which <clears throat> covered the beginning of well, I guess the end of World War One, beginning of World War Two. And um, apparently, dude, Russia, they just like they, every you know, we think like, oh, America won World War Two. Fucking no. Russia won Rus- World War Two. Yeah, Russia won World War Two. Yeah. They just kept throwing their citizens at, yeah. you know, Nazi Germany until they were overwhelmed. Just, like, fucking beat them with, you know, I think 65 million people died during that war. Yeah, they in lost total. a ridiculous amount of people on their side. Yeah, and, like, um, Stalin, I think it was Stalin, was was basically like, okay, everyone, every Russian citizen or every citizen of, of the USSR has to fight if you retreat your fellow soldiers will shoot you um, and or we will kill your family. So you better fight. <laughs> and just kept throwing bodies at the Germans until they retreated. Yeah. Also, the Germans fucked up big time. Yeah. When they tried to go into, when they tried to go into Russia. They're yeah. Like, oh, yeah, it's going to be a mild winter. So well, they, yeah. like, they like went there in like summer uniforms and all this kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's a classic mistake. They were like, oh they were like God. literally dying Yo. of like frostbite and stuff. You know. Yo, like, okay, hold on, hold on. I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, that's fine. 
anybody who fucking is like, oh, no, Trump's bringing this good guy on. <laughs> this guy is a fucking Nazi. Okay? <laughs> you go read the site. The, oh, this Sebastian guy? Yeah, Sebastian Gorka? Belitziren.com. Okay? Um, the Valiant Order th- has threefold purpose. I'm reading a shitty Google translation, by the way. Uh, so I could be completely wrong or completely backwards. But it's like a threefold purpose. To reward the bravery coupled with compatriots virtue to keep the big time top performers this is again a translation uh and provide the heroes tribe of survival comma finally comma and their descendants uh in the hungry hungarian race to provide power that has struck down all the subversive state and anti-nationalist efforts uh formidable force I believe in God. I believe in my country. I believe in God's eternal truth. I believe in the resurrection of the Her- of Hungary. Amen. <laughs> the, order of, the order of 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 Vitez, uh, right wing conservative value system claiming military traditions of care, nonpartisan partisanism, part partisan, part, partisan, nonpartisan uh, organization that works today with as an association. Hmm. It goes on from there, but yeah, this was born by Nazi sympathizers, and it goes on as a extreme right wing entity. So my God, man, fucking Trump the Rump, man, he's doing it to us. Didn't he have a press conference with um, was it Benjamin Netanyahu, someone from Israel? I don't know who the current leader is, but they they asked they asked Trump about like anti semitism, and then he he like. Em- immediately disregarded that and started talking about the electoral college You're like what yeah that's what he does he's probably didn't know what that is he probably doesn't know what anti-semitism is mm-hmm. who trump yeah he, um, did, he apparently didn't know what the nuclear triad was that's true i saw that <laughs> yeah you saw that i i yeah. didn't hear that until i saw john oliver um, john oliver's <clears throat> thing and yeah, I, he I shows that. the clip and then the clip you're like yeah he doesn't know what it is yeah I mean, I didn't know what it is, but I'm not the president of a country, and I've never, you know, what I mean, I don't need to know. You're like, this is the end, the potential end of the world. Yeah, you need I looked, to know what that is. Yeah, I yeah. looked it up, and I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense, right? And I was like, no one told him, you know, or like either everyone he has sucks around him, or he just sucks. But no, dude, he you realize he both. doesn't. He hasn't it's won D, this. All of the above. He hasn't won this thing. He didn't win this thing by being like a knowledgeable, knowledgeable about the political system or about what it means to be a president. He won because. He just trumped it up. Trump, Trump, Trump it up. You know, he just went in <laughs> and he's like, he's like, it's going to be huge. We're going to get this wall going. It's going to be fucking huge. You know, that's how he won. And, you know, he hyped up all the fucking Nimrods and people are like, yeah, let's do it. He's different. He's he's not a politician. You know, that's come on. That's how he won. So one other thing. I don't know. I don't think we talked about it last week, but on his. um, There was some like speech or or visitation he had at one of his golf resorts in Florida and he ended up taking like a national security call about the North Koreans, you know, mid luncheon like just in the room around people and at the same event like one of his uh one of his higher paying members to the club posted something on his Instagram like taking a picture with a soldier but it just happened so happened that that soldier was the one carrying the nuclear football and he was like posting him on Twitter and shit. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I think the account was either deleted or he, you know, took the picture down or something. But he's like, "Hey, it's my bro Rudy or my bro Paul," and it's like a soldier sitting there with a briefcase handcuffed to his wrist. 
Stupid. Hmm. Like, this is the guy. So. Got that football beat. Yeah. Go along. So, anyways, who's got this next article? Fope. 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 (laughs) So, this isn't news at all, uh, and not an article. (laughs) This is just, like, some dumb app that some of my coworkers started doing, and... Honestly, I just thought it was worthy of being up here because they called its users Fopers. <laughs> and they call the act of using the app Foping. And all I could think about was fapping. And so yeah. now that's like been the gag all day at, all at, at work is like, it's like, man, I'm going to Fope all over the place. Uh, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but basically, uh, it's an app that basically lets you take your pictures. You take your pictures out of your phone and you upload them to their site and then people can buy them. They could buy the rights to the pictures for five dollars to use in ads or whatever. Exchange um, a gram. Yeah, exchange exchange a gram. <laughs> yeah, I like that. That's basically what it is, uh, Fope. Um, it's cool. I've done it. I haven't made any money off it, but you know. So is it like a uh, kind of a crowdsourced uh, Shutterstock or or? Uh, yeah, it's basically like other? they're getting their users to do Shutterstock for five dollars when they charge probably the customers like fucking fifty bucks. So they make money and you make a little bit of money and you don't know that you're being screwed in the mm-hmm. process. Okay. But yeah, it's better well, than they, not being screwed at all. So they did develop the app after all. Yeah, they deserve their money. But yeah, so it's, it's, I mean, I know there's people out there with like good pictures and like they don't care. Like, oh, there's nobody in this picture, whatever. And they ask you, they're like, are there people's faces in these pictures? Mm-hmm. And it's like, you're like, yes. It's like, do you have legal permission to use these pictures? And <laughs> yeah. you're like, yes. And it's like, great. Yeah. We're going to upload to our site. <laughs> so I put a picture of, uh, I put a picture of Michael up there and uh, like, drink, <laughs> like, <laughs> He's like, great. I Thanks. put a picture of Michael up there holding a beer like this. And I was like, and I put the tags. I was like, fat friends with beer. <laughs> Legal rights to your identity now available for $50. <laughs> I said, There's like, are there people in this picture? I was like, nope. <laughs> it's like, great. <laughs> oh, man. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> no problem, chief. <laughs> Fopon. <laughs> oh man. Awesome. Yeah. Well, sorry Mike. Thank you for bringing that. It's okay. Thank you for bringing both of those things please, to our attention. Please send no me a problem. link. Yeah. <laughs> I will. Where I may buy back my rights. <laughs> mhm. Oh, by the way, just in case anybody doesn't know, Google has the same fucking shit on all your pictures in Google Drive. They have the uh, right to use me. all your pictures in advertising stuff for their website. Doesn't Facebook have the same? They probably do. Yeah. So, just you know, obviously it's different. You know, I mean, they're, they're, Google's not actively trolling your thing for a great picture, but you know, right? They it's written into the TOS. So nothing, nothing you put on the web is yours or or safe or free or whatever. You're getting fucked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that makes me feel great. Um, should we move on to some stranger danger? Mike, you got something for us? Collaborate. Yes, sir. So word, here under the setting, I have JavaScript is not your friend. So I think we've all heard that before. You know, JavaScript's, I mean, JavaScript's cool and everything. Gives you a lot of neat stuff on a website, but it's very bad because you're basically running code, you know, instead of a static page. Mm-hmm. 
So it can mess up or it can do stuff. And here in this article, they discuss how there's a JavaScript exploit that bypasses ASLR protection on 22 different CPU architectures. So for those of you who don't know, a CPU architecture is like, for instance, in all our Windows PCs and even the Macs now, they all use Intel or AMD x86 or x64 architecture. Um, another another CPU architecture would be ARM, like used, for instance, in a lot of Android phones. Um, so that's just two right there, but there's many more. PowerPC, your favorite? PowerPC, right. That's not used as much these days, but it is still in use. Is that um, what IBM uses? It is. Are they RISC? Is that something different? Well, that's that's what PowerPC is RISC. Risk is good. Risk no. is good. Uh, um, but uh, yeah, it, it was developed jointly by IBM and Motorola. Okay. PowerPC. And so IBM has used it in some of their products in the past. Uh, I don't know if they're still using it, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. And so what's ASLR or ASLR protection, as they call it here? So that that stands for address space layout randomization. So that is a special kind of uh, protection against malware that was introduced, I believe, it might have been introduced in Windows Vista, but it's definitely there in Windows 7, although it, it's only active on 64-bit versions. So if you have a 32-bit version, sorry, you don't have ASLR. And basically what it does, whenever a program is running, it always, usually it tries to put stuff in the same places in memory. This tries to randomize that. So someone who's trying to attack a special part in memory doesn't know where to attack. Mm-hmm. That's good. So, so but this bypasses that. So, nice. <laughs> so they know exactly where to attack. Yeah. So does it like disable that feature or sort of just give it a map of where things are going. It, it just lets you bypass it entirely. Okay. And so you can then use other exploits that wouldn't normally work because ASLR Ah. is on. Got you. And then perhaps execute arbitrary code. Mm hmm. Exactly. So, Yep, and they have, you know, demonstrations. They have a uh, demonstration here. There's a little video on this website, or on this webpage, that shows them demonstrating it in Firefox. So, Excellent. Yeah, it looks like they're doing it on a Linux machine in this one. But it it wouldn't matter. You know, it could be any. Resistance is futile. <laughs> exactly. So, <clears throat> next we have... They really are out to get you. Okay, and this goes. This could almost go in the kook corner, mm-hmm. but um, this is actually verifiable and real. So, as everyone is probably aware, websites track you, and not every website, but a lot of websites, and usually it's just for the purposes of advertising. And a lot of times, like I'll notice, I'll be looking at something on Amazon. Then I'll see an ad for it on Facebook. Mm-hmm. 
or even in Instagram, which is kind of scary. That's how they get you. Because I'm looking at stuff on Amazon on my computer, and then I'm looking at Facebook and Instagram on my telephone. So, very, very interesting. But then again, I probably used the same email address to sign up for all three services. So, wha-bam, there you go. You know. Now, do you use Chrome on your desktop? Uh, for Amazon, I typically do not. For Gmail? Typically, yes. Are you logged into Chrome? No. I don't hmm. log into Chrome, ever. Hmm, okay. I don't believe in that. <laughs> That's how they track you. <laughs> Fair although, enough. Although they're doing it anyway, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, Stop fighting. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they already they already got me, dude. They they got me, you know. I'm paying $180 a month so they can track me, you know. True. <laughs> With this damn iPhone. But, <laughs> but anyway, so this article in particular is saying that the websites can now track you online across multiple web browsers. Mm-hmm. So they say even if you use just Firefox for this and just Chrome for that, they'll still be able to know it's you. And it's using now I've seen this before, but usually it's the same usually it's the same browser. But here they're doing it it's called um fingerprinting. And so they look at the features of because they can tell like what OS you're running you know, and other characteristics of your machine mm-hmm. just from your web browser. Yeah. So what I heard about this is sort of like if your fingerprint at the time is generated by, you know, your, say your PC specs and your browser and like other programs running on your computer. And then if you switch, switch browsers um, and go to another website and it's like, if, so if you see a connection that matches sort of these heuristics coming from this IP, it's very likely this person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Yep. So, yeah, they're doing it, folks. They got you. You can't hide. You can't run. Incognito mode? Ha! <laughs> they know what you're where, looking at. So That's where it. does it end? With all, like, the data gathering for advertising? Like, is there a limit to advertising? Or does it just does 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 advertising persist, but the way it's used on different platforms changes? So, like with the uh, the building up of you know VR stuff and VR games and you know VR apps, whatever, are, are they just going to gear advertising towards those or like embedding in there? I'm or are they sure just going to fucking give up. I'm sure they're going to have ads. I mean, you know, if you have a game, it's probably not going to be in there unless it's a free game or something. Mm-hmm. Um, or the way they usually do it, you know, now you like, usually you have to look at a splash screen of an ad for like, you know, I'll say 10 seconds or something. And then, and then you can pro- proceed with playing your game, you know, or whatever it is on, on, uh, cell phones. So they'll probably do something like that. Um, I mean, why, why track you? What's the deal, right? So the whole deal is, so we say for advertising, but what's the whole idea is targeted advertising, right? So they they target, they know who you are, sort of. You know, oh, this is a white guy in his 30s who likes buying useless shit on Amazon or whatever, you know. So let's well, show that, him that's useless me to a T. <laughs> let's, let's show him useless shit on Amazon, you know. 
or whatever, you know. And like, I'll be googling something at, at work, and then I'll see ads for you know, oh ho ho, the latest IT management solution for blah blah blah. I'm like, god damn it, you know, like. <laughs> Like right here, I'm seeing an ad right here on this on this article talking about whatever. There's an ad for out of band management, so it's some IT management thing. Nice. I'm like, great. Wait, <laughs> so, you're you're in the where are you seeing that ad at? Um, well, it's tailored to him. It's at the top of this uh, Hacker News. Okay, I must have ad block. You have ad blocker on. I yeah, just want to see what ads we see. I, I just this, want us to all see what. In this browser, I don't have ad blocking installed. <laughs> let, let me refer, let me refresh what? here. I, I have it. I I don't have it installed on this browser. I just have it installed in Firefox. So I want to see what ad is. Fucking amateur. I just want to see what ad it's. I got it. I just want to see what ad it shows me because it's really interesting to me. Like it's got you. What it says about us. No ad is coming up though. Come on, bro. Where's my ad? It's like, do you like feet? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Check out our foot fetish website. Yeah, I'm still not getting an ad. That sucks. I'm kind of... Oh, you know what? Ghostery's on. Oh, yeah. Dude, so since I mentioned that I was watching Rick and Morty recently, and it was the episode with uh, Jermaine Clement as Fart, who's like the, the uh, telepathic cloud from another dimension. And when he first meets Morty... He's like, we co- my species communicate via something you call Jessica's feet. I mean, telepathy. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and Jessica is like Morty's crush in the, in the show. <laughs> so he's like thinking about her feet. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, so I'm getting, I'm getting ads about, um, yeah, this is probably, I, you know what? I kind of think that these companies get like a block of like certain kind of ads tailored to their site. At least that's what some companies try to do. And maybe that's what Hacker News does, because my ads, I definitely shouldn't have ads about hacking, but I have, like, the hacker's view of antivirus, protect yourself, and manage security for most critical data, and then an ad called penetration testing training, which I did search for recently, but I'm surprised I'm not getting, like, some other ad about something crazy. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I Google all kinds of crazy stuff, but a lot of it's things you can't buy, so maybe that's why, I don't know. Not that kind of penetration testing. Yeah, that's right. Oh my. Hey oh. Alright. So yep, there's nothing you can do. Give up. That's Correct. that's the takeaway. Disconnect. So, next we have uh gonna talk about one of our sponsors here, Audible dot com. Before you do that, is there is there a better browser? There's gotta be a way to protect yourself. Maybe like you've to- heard of Safari? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Netscape Navigator? No, but with okay, with Ghostery, does Ghostery block the trackers? It must, right? Ghostery does. Um, yeah, but well, it blocks all the conventional stuff, but they can still do fingerprinting. So I guess just use have like a powerful computer, and then build like seventeen virtual machines and use a different one every hour for your browsing needs and then cycle browsers on all of them or something. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Quite exhausting. Install Gentoo. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. no, the only other browser, well, we talked about one a while ago. There was there's Opera, and then there's the one that Opera, the people who make Opera are making. Yeah, I don't remember the name of that. I don't either. It's something oh, else, yeah. so like Symphony or something. or Vivaldi. I forget. That's it. Yeah, Vivaldi. And what yeah, was the deal with that? It was just more secure? I don't recall. A more secure open source browser or something? Vivaldi. Let's see. The web browser you will love. I'm sold. A browser for our friends. So. Oh. It's, so, fle- it's, it's flexible. Whatever. It's very customizable, apparently. <clears throat> okay. Whatever. <clears throat> Audibletrial.com what? uh, no. Audible slash IOPanel. That's it. James, I think you have a book you put in here. Why don't you go ahead oh, and tell yeah, us yeah, about yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Hellride. Um, yeah, Helldivers. Hellride? Helldivers? Yeah. Heil. Oh, and he took us to the Amazon link. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. James, James, look at the uh, webcam for a second. Oh. <laughs> classic. What, you uh, Pistol Pete or whatever the guy's name is? Yeah, classic. <laughs> Fucking classic. What was the guy's name? Dude, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember either. But that Pistolero? Moved, that, yeah, Pistolero. Yes, yeah, that's yeah. what it was. Pistolero, yeah, classic. Hellride. If you haven't seen that, check it out. It's a great movie. Yep, it's terrible. Um, <laughs> but Helldivers. It's, it's almost as awful. But not quite as awful as nude nuns with big guns. Oh, jeez, dude, such that's, such little appreciation for cinema. That's fine, America. <laughs> like um, so Helldivers is basically uh, it's actually a different. It's just kind of more interesting take on the end of the world thing. Um, basically, the world has ended. There's no fixing it. Things, everything's fucked. It's game over in this book, and uh, like. Humanity, for whatever reason, decided we're going to use airships to bomb each other into non-existence. And so they do that, and they basically kill the whole planet. And everything's all nuclefied, and there's static electricity storms and stuff. And so they have to, like, when they need parts for these flying airships that house the last vestiges of humanity, they send these basic, they send these special operations guys... Um, they don't call them that, but they're called hell divers, and they just they wear these armor suits and they jump out of they get launched out of a launch tube out of the bottom of this um this airship, and they fall through an electrical like static electricity storm, and they p- halo jump into the scorched earth into like radiation territory to find like nuclear fuel rods and valves and things for the ship, you know. And that's basically what this story is about. It's really good. Um, so they're scavengers. Yeah, they're scavengers. Yeah, and they they have to go back up on like a, a balloon, and it's like basically like you go down, and it's like okay, anything can happen, and the whole team might die. And like I think they say they say the odds in the book, at least they say the odds of like a hell diver surviving is one like fifteen jumps minimum. I mean, fifteen jumps. Is that like if you get fifteen jumps, you're a senior, you're a senior man, you know? The mm. main character, of course, has like an ungodly number of jumps, but um, it's kind of centers around him. But anyway, it's a pretty good book. I'm still enjoying it right now. It's not, I'm not finished it yet, but I I, I like it so far. Um, Do you so, know what that reminds me of? What's that? Um, Star Trek Voyager with the Malons. Mike, you probably remember them. Mm-hmm. The, just the 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 mentioning of like if you survive fifteen jumps, you know you're 
you're a senior, where if you're a Malon core worker, you know, in like uh, an 18th month period, you'll make more than the other workers do in a lifetime, but you're pretty much guaranteed to die when you get home from radiation poisoning. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's basically it's basically a similar situation to that. I mean, they it's just luck and skill, but the way the author does a great job of like imagining it and putting it. I think my favorite thing about this book is that it's a world we haven't seen yet. Like we've seen the post-apocalyptic, you know, zombies and werewolves and vampires and whatever craziness or zombie werewolf pet vampires and, you know, living on an island, living on a farm, living in a house, living here. I've never seen something where they're like, we're living in airships, and there's only two airships left, and the airships hold 500 people each, and that's it. There's no one else on the planet, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, there's it's like this surreal moment in the book where they're like, they go down to the farm where they have on this ship, and they're like, they have a chicken pen, a goat pen, and for some reason they have two dogs. And the kid's like, why do we have dogs? We don't eat dogs. And he's like, dogs are the man's be- our man's best friend. He's like, but the male is sterile, so those are the last two dogs on the planet, you know? And it's like, <laughs> you know, it's kind of crazy when you think about it. Like, I guess when you listen to the book, you kind of get into the character. So, you you know, for me, I'm like, wow, that's kind of, it's heavy, you know what I mean? Um, anyway, Helldivers 2 is already out, uh, but it's not out on Audible yet. It won't be out on Audible until July. So, you know, but it's already out on paperback if you want to pick it up. I put the, uh, instead of the Audible link, I put the... Uh, Amazon link in there, and you can get access to the Audible thing. If you go and do the Audible, then go to uh, audibletrial.com slash iopanel and use use our thing so we get uh, the credits. You you know, sign up and use our, get it through there. Mm-hmm. And Very if you good. go to Amazon, don't buy it through the link I gave you. <laughs> use our Amazon link, which we never mentioned, but we have, and I don't know what it is, and... I'm sure it's on our website at iopanelpodcast.com. There you go. That's our affiliate link. If you like what we do, buy something using that. We get a little cut. Yeah. We get a little, get get to get our beak wet. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Now I, uh, I just saw this book earlier today and it's not even out yet, but I don't know if we've talked about this author before on the show, but James, I know you've read his books, and I've read at least one or two of his. DJ Moles. Yeah, absolutely, sure. Um, the remaining. Yeah, I love this. I love that series. It's just hard to. It's hard. It's a hard series, dude. So he's releasing a new book called "The Purge of District 89. Um, so it's an it's going to be a new series that he's coming out with, and. So that's not quite released yet. It'll be released in March, at least on Audible. Um, but there is a free book that's related, so it's a prequel. And that is called Rocky River Bridge, A Grower's War Prequel. And that one they're giving away for free right now on Audible. So Excellent. You just need an account to sign in. And you can just say, add to cart, buy it, and it's $0. And it's only 29 minutes long, but as James said, it's enough to get your beak wet. There you go. So, this is the new Grower's War series of books. This is about grown pot? Does he have a shower's war also? I hope so. Hmm. (laughs) 
Showers War. I love that, dude. <laughs> that ranks right up there with uh, quote unquote sin nudes. <laughs> mhm. Mhm. No, I don't think it's about pot. I think it's just about you know the. It's. It sounds almost like Hunger Games, where each maybe there are different parts of the world and they're divided into different districts. Well, dude, I'll tell you the remaining. If it's anything like the remaining, that it's a tough series. It's just heavy, man. I mean, it it was good. I listened. I probably listened like five of those books or four of those books or whatever. But it is a heavy series, man. It weighs on you because the main character is so beaten and so abused, and everything goes wrong constantly for him. I mean, you feel sorry for the guy, and I felt so bad. It's like I can't listen to any more of this. Because it's just so harsh, man. He just has it fucking hard, man. He might as well just... Like, you almost want to say, just hang yourself, dude. Just fucking kill yourself and be done with this. <laughs> Seriously, Buffeted man. by the vicissitudes of life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Buffeted for real. Oh, the- I get it now. Buffeted. Okay. Warren Buffett. Yeah, Buffeted. I, t- I tied that in there. I like that. But that's also my favorite quote from Mike's mom. Is that, yes. really, is that really her thing? Yes. Your mom is so fancy. <laughs> She's fancy as fuck. Buffeted by the vicissitudes of life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So what do we got next? Baby came back? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like it. What's this? Yeah, so it makes so, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Baby came back. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, that's uh, Elon Musk quote. Baby came back. Uh, his uh, the the rocket. I mean, we already knew it could do this, but it delivered food and whatnot and toilet paper and condoms to the International Space Station, and it landed on its own. And there's a beautiful video of it at that link. Feel free to check it out. I, I just think it's cool. I think it's awesome. Of course, some of this ass hat in the article compares it again to the Blue Origin shipbird, which is completely not the same thing as what Elon Musk is doing. Uh, I'm not going to go on a long rant about that because I've been told by a listener that I rant too much. So, <laughs> nah, nah, you're fine. But, but uh, fuck Jeff Bezos. Yeah, fuck he's Jeff not Bezos. a rocket Scientologist. No, he's a clown. He's a fucking newspaper Amazon clown. Sell, keep selling books, you pa- you pansy. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, yeah. So yeah, it's it's awesome. I mean, we're almost there, dude. We're getting there. Once a little more of this. A little more of that. We're going to be in space. We, we're doing this show live from Mars 2035. We're doing the show from Mars. That's that's quite a ways away. 2035? Yeah. Tw- 2055. You think we'll live that long? 2055. Oh, okay. Oh, you think yeah. we'll live that long? Yeah. We'll have... <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a little, a little less than 40 years from now. Oh, boy. That's very presumptuous, James. Jesus. Mm. No, no. It's an that. ambitious goal. Maybe you oh, guys will be doing it. I won't not the way it. you're going, huh? No. <laughs> this week's episode brought to you by Kraken Rum. <laughs> there we Release go. Release the beast. Uh, yeah. Release the beast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you got to see it. We're not on video, so you can't see it. It's so good. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, yeah. Anyway, that's that's baby. That's baby came back. That's what I was talking about there. Check out the video, guys. It's for 54 seconds. If you get into the show notes every week, it's a 54 second video. It's uh, brought to you by The Verge. I guess it's a drone footage that they got from SpaceX. It's quite good. So definitely worth checking out. It's, really, it's just a cool thing to look at. 
Um, okay, so let's jump into uh, something that has nothing to do with space, and there's no good segue. Um, games going on this week mm-hmm. uh, in game theory. So uh, picked up a new game for 30 bucks because the people in my Star Citizen organization are begging me to play it. Um, Conan Exiles. Uh, it's a it's in alpha or beta right now. It's basically like Rust or uh, it's a survival game where you spawn the world naked and <laughs> it's yeah. like Terminator. Yeah, basically. Except you're fucking you know swinging your dick is swinging for a lot longer and there's no you know whatever. Anyway, you spawn <laughs> the world naked and you run around building stuff and killing people. It's not my type of game at all. But my guys want me to play it. It looks like it could be cool just because they're like, oh, there's going to be magic and this and that and all these kind of things you could possibly do. And they have like one scene in one of the videos is a massive, it's like a Kraken. (laughs) I'm saying Kraken again, but it looks like a Kraken or Cthulhu, like ravaging a city. And it's huge. It's massive. It's like, it's like an Empire State Building managing, like, like massacring a player built city. And I just thought, that's pretty cool, actually. And there's one video of, like, an, a steel golem, like some, like, 80-foot-tall god walking through, destroying the city. And that kind of stuff looks cool. I don't know how much of that's in the actual game right now. But I picked it up. It's only 30 bucks. Uh, the multiplayer seems to be okay. So if you like Rust, if you like games where you get to build basically whatever you want, and you get to run around and kill nakeds all day and troll people, this is going to be your game. You know, I don't really like that, so it's probably not going to be my game. So Can you maybe chop off dongs? Uh, I don't think it goes. I don't think it's that grand. I don't think the molestation is that granular, Michael. That's uh, too bad. But, yeah. For that, you need to play Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> um. So that yeah, that's cool. In Exiles, check it out if you're interested in that kind of thing. Um. Star Citizen 2.6.1. We talked about this last week. They sent out the PTU. I played it. Um. And they just updated now the PTU. Now it went from PTU to in production. So Star Citizen 2.6.1 is out. It brings uh, a higher level of, inter- of more servers uh, inter- for international players um, through Amazon, Play AWS, <laughs> and and Lumberyard. And it also has uh, it also it, it's a little bit faster, less lag, and some other little small fixes. Nothing too crazy. And they repaired they've smoothed the lines on a ship and made it look a little bit better but it's very smooth as eggs they say smooth as eggs it's yeah. hardly noticeable so related um, to that i'm going to go back to the most important question of the mm-hmm. night um can you cut off dongs oh boy uh no i don't think so definitely not that definitely not that granular <laughs> in that star citizen um yeah so it's it's uh if you want to cut off a dong, go to Second Life. Second Life, you can go from being well endowed to a Ken doll pretty easily. So mm-hmm. that's, that's the place to go. Um, next up, I tried Wow Out this week. Uh, wow Out, Wow Out. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's a joke in there somewhere. I'm gonna leave it alone. But I tried Wow World of Warcraft out. Um, I have two friends who play at a a possible romantic interest and uh uh and another possible romantic interest yeah (laughs) yeah so david and uh and a friend of and another friend of mine uh 
David's my roommate. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> so anyway, yeah, I tried WoW. Um, I tried to play WoW. Uh, it, it's actually not bad. I never played it. I thought it was like some kind of geeky nerds fantasy. Uh, for it is. Well, you know the thing is, every single thing we do on the internet is some geeky nerds fantasy. You know, um, <laughs> it's it's just kind of weird. I, I talked so. to somebody the other day, and they were like, "How big a nerd are you?" You know, I was like, "They're like, do you like sports?" I was like, "Nope." They're like, "You're a huge nerd." You know, I was like, <laughs> so basically it's all, it's, it's relative. You know what I mean? Like what's a nerd and what's like some dork or whatever you want to call it is relative. Well, I, they could be called a sports nerd. Yeah, a hundred percent. Exactly. Like who gives a shit about your fucking team? You fucking douche. Anyway. So, you know what I, so this is very prevalent in a lot of, I'll, I'll call them hardcore sports fans or sports nerds. When they refer to a team as we, I hate that. Like we really got to do better next week. You are not on the fucking team. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah, you're some broke guy who's been tricked into spending money and time on. Le- That's all I see it. When I see sports, and this is way off topic. When I see sports teams and people who like are like, I bought their shirt. You know, I'm part of this energy. Like you're not really. And in all honesty, this is just like, it's really like something to just quell the plebs. You know, it's like it's it's a group it, to belong to. I guess that's what it is. But you don't barely belong. I mean, you're it's it's even worse. You might as well go join the clan. At least the clan, you'll belong to something. Haven't you, you ever know? heard of the twelfth man, James? The twelfth oh, man is very important. It's fucking disgusting. We win. Let's talk about video games. This is a nerd thing I can relate to. <laughs> Look, so I tried WoW. I tried World of Warcraft out and. It's not bad, honestly. There's some cool aspects of the game. I told Michael about it last night, and I gotta say, I mean, you know, me and Michael and Michael and myself, we played Second Life for a long time, at least two years, and uh, you know, that game was like you walk around and there's no goal, you know, and every it's not a game, James. It's not, not a game. yeah, it's, it's not a game. It's a Second Life. It's fucking horrible, but um, it's uh. The thing about Second Life was you had all these disparate little separate systems that were all player-made or player-generated. So gear you took into this place wouldn't work here, and gear you used there wouldn't work there. Imagine that. Imagine WoW is like Second Life, except without all the creepy fucking and people dressed as children, um, <laughs> like grown 60-year-old men who's like playing a fucking 14-year-old girl in a game that's for 18 pl- up. Um, uh, take away all of that creepiness... And just say, yeah, we're just doing PvP and PvE, and there's magic and sorcery, and it's a fully fleshed out game where your magic skills here work over there, and it's a massive, massive world that you can literally, in real time, but the time frame is not so ridiculous that you're like, want to kill yourself, but in real time you can travel from continent to continent and do different things. It's, I mean, it's really like the gold standard of what we're seeing in games now. That's what WoW is. Like, The Division and Ghost Recon Wildlands and Star Citizen and Second Life even. Like, WoW is the gold standard. Like, they were doing all of that stuff way before any of these other guys and doing it well. So, I was pretty pleased with the game, honestly. Uh, I don't know. I'll be honest with you, the grinding and... Like, leveling up is boring to me. It's not fun. Like, doing those, like, fetch quests and, like, go kill 35, you know, Spalaraptors. I'm making that up. But, um, you know, whatever. Like, that's boring to me. Even if it's, like, seven. Like, go kill seven whatevers. I'm like, eh, this is boring. Because it's just the same repetitive, like, 
push this button three times, duck, 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 or back up, back up, back up, and then go loot their bodies. It's just boring. So, I don't James, know. James, I want you to know. Yeah. Second Life technically came out first. It did technically come out first, but there's no... Basically, Second Life was just they built this generic world and said, okay, here's a system in which you can build things. Here's a program. Here's code. You Wait, know? When did Second Life come out? Because World of Warcraft... June 23rd, 2003. I'm pretty... Wasn't World of Warcraft out in, in 2002? I just looked it up. November 2004. Really? Yep. I was huh. working at Best Buy at the time. I remember when it came out. Okay. So there well, you go. I mean, either way, if it, you know... I mean, out, I'm not a... saying, you know... Whatever, I'm just... Clearly, Second Life is superior. Yeah. Fucking wow. That's Fucking right. Fucking wow, pleb. And, no. <laughs> and James, what does PvP and PvE mean? P- person P- versus person. Yeah. Or yes. player versus player. Yeah, and player versus environment. So, if mm. you are fighting an NPC raid boss or NPC boss, that's PvE. You know, if you're fighting Evan, you know, it's PvP. And you're going to get fucking riggedy wrecked. Ah. <laughs> yeah, so I don't like PvP. I like PvE just because players are whores. Um, and you get trolled and stuff. That's uh, That goes in games across the board. But PvE is nice. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. But yeah, so I, I was pleased with the game. I, I, it's probably not for me. I'm going to keep playing it, though, because I have friends who want to play it and want me to play it and stuff. So I'm going to try it out. But it's I don't know I have to get I have to give it enough time to say whether I really like it or not. It's definitely fun, but it's just too grindy. How much does it cost? Uh, that's another problem with it. Uh, I thought if you're gonna pay monthly, the game is gonna be free. It's not free. Nope. The expansion costs like sixty bucks. Yeah. So Wait, so how much does the game cost every month? Twenty dollars a month, I think. Ten dollars a month, something like that. I thought it was like fifteen, but somewhere in that range. It might be, yeah, it might be fifteen. Now you can, you can. The thing is, you can pay for your membership in with in-game gold. So, I guess if you spend enough time in the game, and or you have enough, you have some little hustle where you can make money in the game, then yeah, you can. You don't have to worry about paying for the fee. But when an expansion comes out, you pay sixty dollars for expansion or something like that. When you know, and if you don't play it regularly enough to pay for it, you're paying. Fifteen dollars a month or whatever it costs monthly, it just doesn't make sense to me. It's just I don't like games where you have to pay pay a fee monthly. Like I'd rather pay it for it once and then if you're making me pay for expansions, fine. But I don't want to pay you monthly. If I'm paying you monthly, I don't want to pay for expansions. I don't want to do both. It's it's the same thing like Eve. Eve double dips. Um, because they make you pay for the game and then they don't add any fucking real content and they add like all these you know, whatever. Anyway, I'm going on a long rant about stuff, so I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> Ranting is okay. This is a safe place, James. <laughs> I'm triggered, son. <laughs> no, mm-hmm. but yeah. So WoW's cool. I'll let you guys know more about it as I play as I play into it. I'll probably de- dedicate a couple nights a week to it to just give it a good the old college try. Yeah, I mean Blizzard has a, a good track record with their games. Yeah, and that's the thing. The support is there. There's tons of I mean, unlike in Second Life. Well, Second Life, it was hard to see the same thing twice, but I mean, I've only been in this game a little bit, but as a noob walking through there, I was in awe of all the variety, you know? I mean, it's just an insane amount of variety as to what you could have and everything like that, and the game looks so, I hate to say this, but the game looks so shabby and low res that you would think that all the tech in there is low res and shabby too, but it's not. It definitely 
like is designed for versatility, flexibility, and and variety, and it it has all of that stuff. You know, it looks cartoony, but that you can get past. Like honestly, I forget about it after a while. So anyway, that's it. Katsudon. Katsudon. Katsu. I would love some Katsudon right now. You know Katsudon. No right. That's yeah. when I saw this. I was like, "Is this a fucking convention on Katsudon?" <laughs> oh my god! Yes, hook me up, B. I want to go. <clears throat> nope. So apparently, there was a convention this weekend here in the DC area called KatsuCon, which I did not know about until it was too late. Of course, uh, I saw this. I thought I thought Michael was like, "We get tickets." Nope. Great. Too Beautiful. late. It was this weekend. Well, let's definitely talk about it since we didn't go. Right. <laughs> well, in depth, please. Yeah. Um, yes, I would definitely like to go to this, I guess, next year. <laughs> uh, it was from the 17th to the 19th this year of February. Um, apparently it is an anime convention, but it is, you know, also just a general Japanese culture convention as well. Okay. So, you know, I'm not the hugest anime fan, but I don't dislike it. And as you all know, I am slightly obsessed with Japan. So <laughs> I thought you'd be like slightly biased towards the Japanese culture, <laughs> but obsessed is is a great word. <laughs> so I definitely would have liked to have checked this out. It was at the National Harbor, at the Gaylord Hotel, and yeah. So sorry I missed it. Oh well. Is the DC Convention Center still a thing, or did they yes. tear that down? Well, they tore it down and built a new one. Oh, okay. <clears throat> the auto oh. show was there this year. Ah, right. Yeah. I would have thought that such a uh, an auspicious convention as KatsuCon would have been at the Convention Center, but or is auspicious or prestigious? One of those. Maybe either, next year. Either way. Yeah, maybe it's um. Maybe they like it because people can stay at the hotel, you know? I don't know. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like QuakeCon. It's at a fucking hotel. Everyone stays there. They make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you think, James? I don't know. You know, my... I don't like their logo. Their logo <laughs> looks like shit. Um, He's like, there's very little in this article about Katsudon, which is what I really care about. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I'd love some Katsudon. Uh, <laughs> uh, anime for conventions, there's Otakon, there's apparently this Katsukon thing, which I'd never heard of. Um, even there's obviously Comic-Con. 2003, there's Comic-Con. Comic-Con's less anime, but it's, it is like kind of the same thing. There's Dragon... Dragon... Dragon Con? Is that what it's called? Uh, I think, called I think that's a thing, yeah. Yeah, that's in Atlanta or something like that. So, I mean, there's a there's a ton of these things. I mean, I'll be honest yeah, with you, Yeah, but this man. one's right here. Yeah, I know. Hey, Otakon is right here, too, dude. It's in Why it's have in I never Baltimore, been to that? And Otakon's fucking huge. Because you find out about things the weekend after they happen. Yeah, that's... that's the no blow, one tells you about the these things. We've, we've discussed this issue. No one informs you of important things yeah. going on. He's like, I... That is, that is correct. I just learned you can buy spices with uh, the spices you calculated. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You don't know. Yeah. Uh, apparently, you buy spice racks with the spices in them. Who knew? Yes. Okay. Yeah. We all knew. So anyway, I, I mean, this. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, I think this is cool. I mean, this is definitely cool. Uh, and I would love to go. I, every year, I say I want to go to one of these things. I never go. But I'll be completely honest with you. If I go, I'm going to to take pictures like a creep 
of girls scantily clad in anime outfits. Like, that's where I'm going. I don't care about, like, I discover anime in my own native way. I go to Senkaku Complex, and I read about it, and the Crunchyroll website, and I read about it, and I just test whatever they have. Um, That's how I found out about anime. I would never find out about like this, do something like this, and I don't care enough about dressing up as an anime character. You know, that would be, like, you know that I'd want to do this, you know? And I don't care about anime so much that I want to sit down and be like, okay, let me hear what fucking, uh, you know, Katsu Senpei, Sensei has to say about writing this anime. I don't give a shit. You know what I mean? Just keep writing it. Don't the cover of my next graphic novel, instead of being red, it will be a slightly darker brick color. Oh my God, no! Yeah. The canon! Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, I don't really care. I mean, I get that people do care. I'm not knocking it. I mean, I'm an anime fan, hardcore. I read the manga and shit, but I just don't care about these conventions. I mean, I just want to go see boobs and stuff, to be completely honest with you. Mike, set a uh, Google Calendar reminder for one year from last weekend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm going to have to do that. And they barely have any pictures on their fucking Facebook page. It's like these guys' media game is so bad. Well, James, don't you have a uh, an event media coverage past? Yeah, absolutely. You could yeah, right. you could volunteer your yeah, services. Yeah. Right, absolutely. <laughs> well, I was looking at their so I looked at their Wikipedia page, right? And if you look at their Wikipedia page, um, Jesus, there's some fucking smoking. Don't we know here. someone who's a Twitter a Twitter maven? No, we don't. Um. Oh. Okay. Yeah, if you look at their... I thought that's what that's what Shelly did. Yeah, no, she's, I don't know what she does, but she wouldn't do this for us anyway, <laughs> or for them. So, so, if you look at their Wikipedia page, it says they've been at this since 2003. In 2003, 500 people came. And then it goes on to, like, I don't know, like, some create, like, 6,000 people or something in 20, you know, 20, uh, 2015 or 20, 2016. So people are coming to it. I just never heard of it. I've never heard of it. And it's been in Virginia Beach a lot of years, and then it's been here a lot of years. I've never heard of it once, which is shocking to me. But I guess, mm-hmm. how do you hear about this stuff? I don't even know. Right. Like, how do you exactly. find out about it? I guess you got to go to Reddit or something and be one of those people who's like, I'm an anime fan on Reddit. I'm inherently weird and unlikable. It's they they advertise. <laughs> Are you inherently weird and unlikable, James? I am inherently weird and unlikable, but not because I'm an anime fan. Oh, they advertise at two a.m. on Channel Four between infomercials. I doubt they advertise this anywhere where any of us would see it. Dude, I'm serious. Go to their Facebook page. There's no pictures on their Facebook page. There's like four <laughs> pictures on their Facebook page. Their Facebook page should be filled with pictures. Let's slip into James's marketing segment right here. Their Facebook page should be filled with pictures of this fucking event, and they should be pumping it out over the web. Like, you definitely, everyone local should have heard about it. Otakon, you cannot miss hearing about Otakon when it's happening. Like, there's fucking flyers all over Baltimore, and every fucking dork and douchebag all around is like, I'm going to Otakon. You know what I mean? Like, everyone's <laughs> talking about it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. People, I'm just making fun of those stereotypes. I'm definitely one of those guys, but um, I'm just making fun, having fun of those stereotypes. And look at these checks. My God. <laughs> All right. Count well, a year from now, we'll have to get a legit recap of the event. Yeah. 
but and maybe and maybe in the meantime we can plan to go to one of these other things that was mentioned today like Otakon or whatever the fuck i don't know find out what the biggest con is in japan he's like and and don't go go to to that that one no no no, go to that one oh that one is uh i could tell you which what that's called fuck i can't remember the name of it but they only have (laughs) they have one major one a year that i know about comic it comic comic comicette okay and it's it's like three days and it's 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 not like what we think they have the dressing up as cosplay but all the costly people are outside standing around mm-hmm. and they just take pictures of them. And then they have, and on the inside is where you go and line up for Doshin and you buy Doshin from, you know, Doshin's like comic books made by regular people. You buy yeah. Doshin, you buy porn, you know, whatever you buy all that stuff from this lines where you just buying Doshin all day. And I'm sure they have other events and stuff, but everything I've seen about it is all Doshin and comic books. It's not like we have a convention here where they oh we're going to listen to this panel. They don't I don't think they do that there. But I could be wrong. I mean, my reference is Japanese like anime and stuff I've read about it. Is there an anime about going to that anime convention? Yes, there is. There is. And it's awesome. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> so meta. Yeah, it's super meta. It's about it's about a it's about a Tokyo University student club uh which basically is called the Japanese Cultural Studies Group, but it's they're just an anime. They're called an they're an anime circle. That's what anime people who make uh, manga are called. They're called a circle, and their circle they make an anime, they make a manga, and they go and sell it at that convention. It's super meta. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. That is interesting. Moving on, um, everyone is. Still fat. We have an announcement to make, but Mike, would you like to... No, we should probably make the announcement first. So, we have agreed upon... uh, We'll see if James remembers this. We have agreed on a race to lose 100 pounds. So, uh, I don't believe there's any prize other than bragging rights. Like, there's no monetary reward. Um, But the contest is over as soon as the first person... Loses 100 pounds, and that started three days ago, four days ago. I think four days ago, yeah. All right, so we'll say four days ago on uh, the day after Valentine's Day. Uh, so yeah, that's what we're currently doing. I'm sure we'll be updating you guys on a fairly regular basis. Uh, Mike, would you like to comment on your, your plan? And I will comment on my plan. Sure. Well, my plan is just to continue doing the ketogenic diet. Now, I've been not following it as much as I could have, um, but I've started hitting the shakes again, so I've been using keto chow, and I'm just going to try to stick with keto chow as much as possible, just because it's easy. It's an easy way to follow the diet. Um, you know me, I'm not a, I'm not a cook. I don't like to cook. <laughs> And even if I did, it's still hard to get the amount of fat you need in this diet, you know? At least to me. Just so, drink the cream, bro. Just drink the cream, bro. So, well, there you have it, folks. Life advice. Drink the cream. Bro. <laughs> <clears throat> so, anyway. 
Yeah, I'll be using Keto Chow. I put a link to it in the show notes just in case anybody hasn't hasn't seen that yet, although I'm sure we've talked about it many times in the past. So, James, did you remember what we talked about? What? We're making, <laughs> we're losing weight. We have to lose 100 pounds by, like, by, you know, first by February 26th. No, for, first person get to lose 100 pounds, you know, mm-hmm. yes. gets, gets nothing but bragging rights. Get to punch your other guys in the dick. Okay. <laughs> Falcon punch you in the cock. Yeah. Dick punch. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fair you enough. down with that, right, James? He's like, uh, I never agreed to this. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm down with the, the, the thing, not getting punched in the dick. And not the dick punching part? Okay. Yeah. Well, you're no fun. Well, you, you can't have one without the other. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Cool. Well, right. anyways. So, um, Evan. Yes. My plan will ultimately very likely be similar to yours. However, I I was thinking about it the other day and thought it would be funny to announce that I'm going to be on a Megan diet, which is very much like a fully vegan diet, but with a lot more meat. I thought you were like, I'm Megan. No. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I'm going through a change. You may now address me as Megan. Right, right. All Please right. respect my pronoun. They. <laughs> Z Zimzer. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't get James started on that. He's not paying attention, anyways. I am paying attention. <laughs> yeah. So, what about you, James? What's your uh, what's your plan? What's your idea? What are your thoughts? I mean, I bought a bunch of heavy cream. Um, which I hadn't really been doing. So and, and then drink the cream. No, no, I mean, <laughs> I bought a bunch of heavy cream. I have a bunch of keto chow, so I'm gonna try to simplify my life and just do the keto chow. I have been, I have been pretty keto, except from the weekends. I've been abusing it, um, which makes me not keto, but uh, I have been sort of keto. So, uh, like during the week, I've been keto, uh, but I should get my weekends tamed. Uh, and I so got, you've been doing the shake, or you've been just eating meat, or no, what? what have you been eating, doing? Eating meat and no carbs. Okay. And uh, I mean, I tried tried a few new, new things this week. I tried some butternut squash noodles. Not a fan. No. Uh, well, they're not noodles. Yeah, you mean spaghetti squash? Spaghetti. Well, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, spaghetti t- squash and butter butternut squash are different. So. They, they they taste no. It was butternut squash trimmed into like a noodle. Okay. Yeah, but. It, have you had that before? It has like no. a vinegary taste almost. Uh, or they like soak know. it in vinegar to get it to noodle up. I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> it's not fun though. Whatever's going on, it's not fun. I try Hashtag to surf... noodle up. Yeah, <laughs> noodle up. <laughs> Drink the cream. So, so there's two shirts right there. Drink the cream and noodle up. <laughs> um, oh, I told I told James I need to get him a couple shirts. It's a little off topic, but. Uh, there's a shirt called that has written on it this fucking guy. Yeah, and there's another one. What was the other one, James? I don't know. I can't remember. It's lost of time in memoriam now. Oh damn. <laughs> oh well, I'll find it. James, find you're it. drinking that incorrectly. You're right. Please. <laughs> yeah.
That's Michael the uh, that's what we call the hook and forearm method. That's right. Michael shooting arm. <laughs> Patented by Mr. Blower. There we go. <laughs> this one's got the loop for you, Mike. Yeah. You guys can't you guys on the listen to the show can't see this, but if you know Michael and you know how he drinks soda, he drinks a two liter soda. Or how when he drank soda, if you knew how he drank it, then you know what I was just doing. That's that's top shelf alcohol, James. Is it yeah. is it Chablis or Shanti? Yeah, no, this is Kraken. Kraken. Yeah, Chablis or Shanti, yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um this is Kraken Black Spice Rum and it's not great, but I bought it. I love the the uh thing looks just totally shocked. <laughs> it's like the worst drawing of an octopus yeah. ever. It's got magic <laughs> totally shocked. I found the other shirt, by the way. What's it called, Michael? Fucking Savage. There we go, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So fucking savage and this fucking guy. So those are those are awesome. I think we definitely need to need to get that, but you need to slim down first. Yeah, Cause they don't yeah. they don't make it in eight X or whatever oh, no, the I've, fuck you need. I've, <laughs> fuck you. I've got two shirts in the closet. I bought them brand new at the largest size they had, which was three X, and I was like, I want to wear these shirts so bad. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's my summer motivation. I got to get into those shirts. I have actually quite a few of those shirts. Like if you can get them on Woot. Mm-hmm. You know they they max out at three X, so I've got probably 10 of those, you know, around mm-hmm. that, um, you know, are not, I, I can wear them, but I wouldn't go out in them. <laughs> yeah. These guys, it looks like the max they go up to is three XL also. Yeah. I think that's pretty typical. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Still worth picking up though. So yeah, we definitely got to, all of us need to slim down a bit though. So we can, we can wear, a shirt that'll have us ostracized in no time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We need to okay. lose about 100 pounds so we can... A shirt that alienates everybody. And alienates everybody. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, man. Anyways, we'll uh, we'll provide regular updates on our progress. Uh, something I'll mention, I didn't put it in this week because I didn't read through it in full, but I do have an article that I'll talk about next week, which is relevant to something Mike protests, but I believe is beneficial uh, it's talking about short-term fasting hmm. for weight loss and health benefits. I so we'll talk tell about me that. About turkey, yo! I was like, no. what the fuck? <laughs> no. So we'll talk about that next week. Uh-huh. Turkey's not a real meat, right, Mike? <laughs> it's not according really. to him. Yeah, like the the primary active ingredient that uh, benefits your health when you fast is tryptophan, also found in turkey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Whatever, yeah. man. So, all right. Yeah. So Good next times. Up, next yeah. up. Uh, Coop Corner. I, yeah, I added a new section here. The Coop Corner. So, first up, Putin has a secret. And according to this article on, I'm sure, this very reliable website called neonnettle.com, mm-hmm. whatever that means, um, Vladimir Putin is supposedly the latest person in a long line of people to have come forward and say that they've witnessed the Queen of England shapeshift into a reptile. This is breaking news, folks. Mm-hmm. This is very important. What kind of reptile? Um, 
What shade so are her scales? I hate, I hate you guys so much. Supposedly, <laughs> she she shapeshifted in front of him as a warning and a show of power. <laughs> What's the? She was posturing. Was she posturing or peacocking? Oh, Either way. As a show of power. Yes. Awesome. That is correct. So there you go. My kind is immortal. <laughs> you ever seen the movie Midnight Meat Train? No. <laughs> well, watch that and then come back and we'll talk. Midnight okay. Meat Train. It doesn't sound like something. It sounds like if you watch that, you probably need some tissues and lotion next to your computer. Drink uh, the cream. Only, only if you're if you're a savage, which we know you are. Yep. Um, <laughs> so. Yep, so there you go. There you have it, folks. According to this very reliable website and President Putin, the queen is a shape-shifting reptile. Okay, next. Now, actually, I have Evan to thank for this link. Mm Mm-hmm. On the very reliable website, galacticfacets.com. It's not a word you get to use every day. Facets. Or galactic, for that matter. But, so... This link is entitled Ancient Technology, or this or this webpage anyway, and there's a photo here of a, basically it's a, it's some hieroglyphs or something in, in, on the wall in a, in a pyramid or temple, whatever, in Egypt, and supposedly it very clearly shows, um, what looks like spacecraft and or other flying vehicles it's proven ancient cities are designed as giant circuit boards correct correct so yeah that looks like a damn looks like a helicopter here and that other one is clearly a speeder from uh star wars yep and that is clearly the planet express ship from futurama <laughs> we so. are the descendants of a great great race that once inhabited this planet uh, that was nearly wiped out along with all of its records. They are sunk on Zealandia and off the coast of the Azores and under the Siberian ice cap. Um, Folks, we are great and powerful beings that have forgotten our past. We must learn the ways of the ancients and uh, take back our rightful place in the galaxy. I like it. It's true. Man, there's some great there's some great links on this webpage. If you guys check out this link in the show notes, there's so much stuff on here. James is a doubter. You are cast out. <laughs> they have here remote. This is they a have crazy website. They have remote <laughs> viewing. Uh, oh, that's real. Didn't the CIA try to do that? Oh yeah. yeah star so nations, is... star kids, crystal skulls. Uh, mm-hmm. Indiana oh, yeah. Jones, all the facts. Oh yeah. They got everything here. Uh, uh, James, tell us. Tell us your thoughts. Come on, man. It's amazing. It's amazing that such such an amazing, an incredible cache of our history and our knowledge has gone unseen for so long. Here, if we're going to read some fake news, let's read something from the Fair and Balanced uh, Breitbart. How dare you? Right on the front here, LGBT anti-Trump protest, protest in, uh, in D.C., Fizzles Bigly. 
Mm-hmm. And this is fair and balanced. What? Fair and balanced. Remember, couple couple dozens couple couple dozens haters show up outside the Trump International Hotel. Couple dozens haters. Couple Agreed. dozen haters. Bigly is that a Bigly. word? Uh, Where have you been, maybe. dude? That word single handedly got Trump elected. I know about Wrigley. I don't know. Wrigley I don't know about Field? No, Bigly. This has nothing to do with baseball and or chewing gum. Well, shit. Sorry. All right. Anyways, listeners, you're doing yourself a disservice if you do not check out this link. All right, we stay, got one more. Stay woke. We, we got one more. And this one, you do need to stay woke. Definitely. There's conclusive proof from one guy <laughs> on this website, dailyoccupation.com. It says the U.S. Navy and NASA have a fully operational space fleet. I don't doubt it. Okay. So it says this guy, Gary McKinnon, some hacker. According to this, he hacked the Pentagon's most secret files. <laughs> In the garbage file? <laughs> <laughs> and he there was a Excel spreadsheet that had that was entitled Non-Terrestrial Officers. And it had names. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Illuminati confirmed. No, call them um, out. Is this the Daedalus? Are we going to Atlantis through the Stargate? Could be. I want in. It says these soldiers are charged with maintaining the fully operational colonies on Mars and the Moon. Okay, I believe it. So do you think that the U.S. government will allow Elon Musk to settle on Mars, given that he could potentially expose that secret operation? Or will his ships mysteriously have a catastrophic failure midway? He's probably, he's probably, they'll probably read him into it, you know, and or be is like, he, he's be in like look, it. bro, and be like, hmm. look, bro, just, just <laughs> chill the fuck out. You know, it's all good. How old is this hack? 1984. <laughs> no, I have I no know. idea. I don't know. Dude, look at the fucking screen on the look at the back. Look at the screen that this hack is from. Gary McKinnon found Excel spreadsheet, which is non-terrestrial officers. And I thought, oh my god, that's incredible, dude. Look at the look at the the screenshot. Look at the fucking screenshot. Look at the desktop of that fucking screenshot. But James, you have to. I I'm going to look at it right now. But you have to realize. That most of the nuclear power. Dude, one stations... of these icons says net, "network neighborhood." Okay, what, look at the fucking screenshot. It looks yes. like uh, 2002. What? Uh, yeah, I would say I would say that's Windows 2000 ish. But like I was saying, James, don't the don't the nuclear reactors or some uh, some military facilities still run off of? relatively ancient floppy disks because they are not vulnerable. Perhaps this is not vulnerable, so it's still in use. This guy hacked into it. Windows 98 is vulnerable. <laughs> well, not if it's air-gapped. <laughs> yeah. By the way, the picture of this guy, he is also a fucking shape-shifting reptilian. Who, Gary? I don't know who that is. The guy in the gray shirt? With the reptilian-looking face? Yeah, that's Gary McKinnon. Okay, well, Gary 
we'll call you that for now until we find out your real name, fucking Schmebulok. He, your... he claims that these <laughs> like the names aren't are non-terrestrial officers, but then they had it grayed out. Why are you hiding the information from me, Gary? Maybe he can't hear you because you're not speaking into the microphone. Whatever. Fuck Gary. <laughs> Fuck him. This fake shit. Michael, you're an idiot. And Evan, you shouldn't. You shouldn't. You should not. I it. had nothing this to do your with fault. that link. This is your I fault. I had nothing to do with that link. You've been, I you've been telling Michael for years, it's okay, believe whatever you want to believe. It's okay. Look, <laughs> you, this guy has to be coaxed, okay? You cannot just let him do whatever, because then we'll be talking about aliens for half an hour. James, we can believe in an altruistic race of lizard aliens, Shit. and you can believe that we live in a simulation. We can both believe both things. It's okay. We're all going to die. It's okay. We're already dead, bro. It's oh true. Oh my god. He's like, check out page eight. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> <laughs> like, you're dead. You're not even alive. Like you're actually a collection of snakes. <laughs> it's, like, <what? laughs> it's like, huh, I never thought about that. This is a pile of snakes. <laughs> a pile of snakes and a Burberry coat. <laughs> it's oh like, yeah, man. God. Watch out for the toothpicks, dog. Like, what? Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. All, All right. All right. Shall we? Shall we move on to the extras? Sure. All right. Couple things that I'm just going to talk about briefly. One is uh, a interview, if you could call it that, that Stephen Miller did. Apparently, he is a senior Trump advisor, and um, his responses to questions are are basically like, um, you know, the U.S. government has three has three branches. Um, the judicial branch will not silence the executive branch. We have the power. Uh, we will not be questioned. Uh, if you question us, you will be silenced. Shit, you know, shit like that. So it's actually, it's like an 11 minute video, but you can just watch a minute or so to get a taste of it. But it's utterly hilarious that this person's like allowed to be in such a position. Hmm. The second one I wanted to talk about and I'm glad that uh, I found this because as we have an official NOAA representative on the call this week, uh, we can, we can get to the bottom of this. So <laughs> speaking for Noah, yes, this, this has to do with uh, global warming. <laughs> yes, James, please go ahead. <laughs> this has to do with global warming. And uh, apparently there's a discrepancy between, oh, they were wondering why the, the air was warming, but the oceans were not. It turns out they were, and they were monitored by buoys, satellites, and boats, which use some sensing, uh, sensing technology. I'll, I'll say uh, from NOAA. However, Called it turns a thermometer. It, it a thermometer, correct? <laughs> um, it. Uh, <laughs> so it turns out that the NOAA-operated boats using these thermometers. Uh, we're giving incorrect data, leading to the conclusion um, that the waters were not warming. However, when this incorrect data was removed, uh, it proves that the ocean waters were, in fact, skyrocketing in temperature. So, are you sorry for what you've done? Yeah, James, are you sorry? Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> There you go. Well, 
It's a very important, uh, very important subject. Watch the two-minute video and read the article if you want. The world will never be the same. Sir, yes, sir. It's too bad nobody cares. I mean, I care, but there's nothing I can do about it. Yeah, the facts are the facts have been there for years. I mean, why isn't the water getting warm? Like, come on, are you stupid? Of course, water. They've been people saying for years the water's getting warmer. You know, Noah's been fucking like dingling their dangles in there. <laughs> yeah, it feels a little warmer to me. <laughs> dingling their dangles in there. Wow. Noodle up, noodle up. <laughs> We get a shirt. We get a shirt. Noodle up. <laughs> I like that. Noodle up. Write that down, somebody. Somebody. Write I did. Down. I got Good. it. Good. What was the other one called? Drink the cream. Drink the cream. Drink the cream and noodle up. Noodle up. I like it. Noodle up. <laughs> All right. So next, I have in here catapult your way to a good time. So agents discover on the U.S.-Mexico border a catapult (laughs) that was apparently used, they say, for drugs. I want to say people are going over in this thing. That'd be awesome. Which would be hilarious. Wrapped in pillows. (laughs) Yeah, wrapped in pillows. Yeah, I'm sure. Wrapped in nothing. Yeah. (laughs) Wrapped in hope. Yeah, wrapped in hope. (laughs) Hope and prayers. Yep. Um, is it a catapult or a trebuchet? Well, they use the word catapult. Please discuss the advantages and disadvantages of both methods of I'm launch. I'm not sure I know the difference. Well, I do believe a catapult is the one that the one that you say wind up, whereas a trebuchet uses a counterweight. Hmm. Yeah, okay. I think this is just a catapult. It's not. A, I don't think it uses a, a, a thing. It looks like there's a rope and it's spring-loaded or something. Okay. Yeah. Well, there you go. So, yeah, this is just funny. So, <laughs> I want to I wanna imagine people flying over the over some wall. Hey, it's with still early thing. days. It might happen. That wall that doesn't exist, that totally exists, that Trump's going to build. Yeah. Um, you mean the fence that you can walk through right now? Sure. Whatever. <laughs> so, there you go. Um... Yeah, so that was just funny. Mm-hmm. Then another another link here. Don't do that. So this is just something random I saw on Facebook. This random woman in uh, Singapore has been jailed for trying to snatch a policeman's loaded gun from Smart. his holster. Yeah. Although this woman, there's obviously something wrong with her. Because they kind of discuss everything here. And... She was, get this, she was sentenced to 11 months in jail and then an additional 12 weeks instead of caning. <laughs> oh yeah, that corporal punishment is still a thing. Yeah, so they did, they said no caning. They said normally it would need need uh, six strokes of the cane. <laughs> but uh, women cannot be caned in Singapore. I didn't know that. Huh. So that's interesting. So it says she tried to snatch the police officer's revolver as
car crash. Okay. Seen too many Jet Li movies or something. <laughs> so just snaps yeah. his gun. And then she had other charges, which is really weird. She she threw two flower pots, a table, and a clothes rack. Yes. <laughs> from her balcony. Fucking yes. On her apartment. It says one of the flower pots shattered and injured a police officer. Tell me the police officer was eating a turkey leg when all this happened. <laughs> I wish. They were and... eating katsudon. Oh, don't say the katsudon. Now, I don't know why, why it's saying this here, but towards the end. Oh, here you go. It says she <laughs> was arrested again in September for throwing kitty litter from her 30th story condominium. 30th story? Uh-huh. Hmm. It says it says the two charges of throwing kitty litter were taken into consideration during Han's sentencing. So is that a charge like could you be you charged all right you're charged with two counts of throwing kitty litter out the window. Like is that like on the books like that's a, a fucking Singapore man. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. I it's just like, funny the way they wrote it, you know. It's I feel just like funny. throwing kitty litter off of a thing is something that like I hate to say this, that a Chinese person would do. Mm-hmm. Just as I feel like Chinese people are like, we don't care. Like, we don't have the same rules as you. And that they would just go to, like, another place and be like, yeah, it's totally legal, right? There's nothing wrong with this, right? It's just trash. We'll just throw out the window. I'm probably wrong. She's probably fucking crazy, and Chinese people don't do that kind of stuff. But I just feel like, I feel like that's kind of like a thing that they'd be like, man, fuck this <clears> place. I don't care. Yeah. And James, I don't know if you're saying that because you actually read the article. Um, or I said it. But no, she is she is actually Chinese. Oh no, yeah. Even did, though yeah. this is in Singapore. No, no, yeah, I did. I did read that. I she did is a that. Chinese national. I did. I did read that. That's why I said that. Yeah, because I oh, feel. Okay. I felt like that's you know. Yeah. I feel like Chinese people think yeah oh, we're better than these like trash wow. these trash Asian countries. Jungle yeah. Asians. I don't yeah, think jungle that. Asians. I don't. I don't know about that, but anything's possible. I'm so. a study of cultural Asian studies. Yes. I know. <laughs> Me too. <clears throat> Um, so I got another link in here simply called clickbait because that's how I got to it on uh, Facebook. It's like, you will never imagine what this man found inside this abandoned building. Cops hate him. I know it's in here. I know it's in here. I've seen this one. Oh, have you? Yeah, this is, this is great. Yeah. So basically it's a link to a uh, series of photographs that this guy took. It's an abandoned, um, a huge ass hangar, basically. And there are two old Soviet space shuttles. Mm-hmm. And they're basically clones of our old space shuttles that we used up until, you know, two or three years ago, whenever it was, that we retired them. Um, the Soviet Union had built very similar space shuttles, probably from stolen blueprints or something from Mars. Um, and so housed in this hangar, which is like in Kazakhstan or something, is are two of these things. One is just like kind of a mock-up kind of like test unit and one's an actual shuttle. So, I think are cool. the controls in English? That'd be great. <laughs> I I don't know. I doubt it. Although they do have pictures of uh inside the the cockpit and everything. Mm-hmm. Do you know a fun fact about Kazakhstan? In Kazakhstan, da da da, no, I don't know. What <laughs> that that is where 
Yeah, this is not Kazakh. This is Baikonur. The Baikonur Cosmodrome. I don't know if that's in Kazakhstan or not, but I know that's where, like, all of their spaceships go up from. All right, then. I just know that because it sounds it's a cool name, Baikonur. Mm-hmm. And the Cosmodrome. I like the Cosmodrome. It says the Bi- the Baikonur Cosmodrome in Kazakhstan. Oh, okay, so it is in Kazakhstan. There you go. Well, Michael, mm-hmm. you can't bury the lead. Baikonur. It sounds much cooler than Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan sounds like... You say Kazakhstan, I think of that fucking guy who's like, I fuck my sister. You know, like, I think of that guy. Who, Borat? Borat. I think of Borat. Not something awesome <laughs> called the Baikonur Cosmodrome. Welcome mm-hmm. to Baikonur. <laughs> Yep. So, just a lot of cool pictures. Um, something to check out. If I'm ever in Kazakhstan, I definitely got to go check this place out. I saw this, without, and I was like, hopefully without getting arrested. I thought this was so sad. You know, and I, the article I read about this is a different article than this one, but it's the same pictures. I think the one I saw was on Business Insider a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. maybe a year ago. And the guy was—they said there's another. There's like one more. Like they made four of these things, and. Mm-hmm. Yep. Two of them were destroyed, like, they just disassembled them or something, and then, like, two of them are here, and they're just sitting. And I just, I don't know if I felt like that's so sad. Well, they talked you know? about one of them, at least one of them in this article, one of the other ones, they said the building it was housed in collapsed. There you go, yeah. So, the thing was then destroyed, you know, it was destroyed because the building collapsed on it, so. It's just abandoned. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Probably can, because can, it was... Can I have it? Well, you know what? It's funny, right? I, when I think of the space shuttle, I'm like, that's cutting edge. Because in my brain, the old school space space anything is like three guys in a tiny ass fucking telephone booth at the top of a fucking, you know, 6,000 pounds of rocket, you know, or whatever. That's what I think. And I'm like, that's old school. The shuttle is new school. The but, lunar module. Yeah. But how old is a space shuttle? Space shuttle is like what? Like fucking 1970s? Probably. I mean, it was end of life in like the nine, like ninety six or something like that. So I, I think it's kind of crazy that. Well, they didn't stop using it till like n- no, they didn't. Maybe five years ago or something. They didn't, but, but I mean, even now I look at it, I'm like, it's so cutting edge. Like that's tech, that's awesome technology, but it's really old, you know. But when I look at this, I'm like, that's kind of sad. It's just sad that it's sitting there. Like now, these since... pictures make this thing look huge. I don't know how big this thing actually is. I think it's full size, dude. Couple school buses, probably. I don't know. It just it's looks probably like massive. the size of four school buses. It looks massive in this thing, but like the, I don't think the shuttle's that big. But maybe this one's bigger. Who knows? Well, I, don't know I mean, it's that. not. It's not like a. This looks long. They're actually pretty big. Have you have you not ever seen the shuttle flying on the back of a seven seventy seven or seven forty seven? I have. Yes, I've seen okay. that once. Yeah. It was like half the size of a passenger plane, which is pretty big, I guess. Yeah. Well, so that's true. I I had forgotten about this thought that I had, but I saw a picture of um Americans uh or I'll just say astronauts up on it was either the International Space Station or in a shuttle orbiting. And um I had the thought like do we need astronauts anymore? With all the advances in, you know, fast communications, can we not send up a shuttle of robots and have, like, well-seasoned astronauts on the ground, like, in the bodies of those robots, essentially, like drone pilots? I thought you were going to say faster than light travel. Like, oh, no, but I mean, if you... Faster than light travel. I was like, what? If you can send them up 
with essentially zero factoring for like life support needs, that'd probably save a lot of money. I don't think we have the robots. They couldn't be that hard to build. Well, they have that one robot that is like screwed to the floor, and it's like a torso with crazy arms mm-hmm. and a face. But that's like a, it's a prototype. Codenamed codenamed the Kraken. Yeah. And here's something I was thinking about, right? So we are just now cracking the technology. <laughs> fucking cracking. cracking. Crack. We're just <laughs> we're just breaking into the technology of like iRobot makes that thing that can go around your house and vacuum stuff, you know? And it does it all on its own and it find it'll refine its charging station. Right. But it really doesn't know where its charging station is. It just knows where it's been. It basically uses dead reckoning. To get there, I guess that's a fair assessment of what it's using. You know, by knowing where it was, it can decide where it started or something. Mm-hmm. But, um, so, and I'm jumping ahead here, but what you need I mean, it doesn't is, have a sexton. What you no. need here is a robot that could have like a drone that could propel itself either in space or in a zero G atmosphere, which, how the fuck would you do that? You know, it's going to have an air tank. Like, there's just so many questions. I've thought about this a lot because I'm, like, crazy about this kind of stuff. And well, it I, would be, like, so if you could make a human-proportioned robot that would go inside the spacesuit that already has all that set up. And you would just have... Would so you could put see, a human-proportioned anything into anything? Huh? Because yeah, well, we already have the technology, and it's like the space shuttles and International Space Station are already built to house humans. Oh, that makes sense. I get that. It's why like do they, the need, why do they need to go on the International Space Station? I don't know. I'm just proposing a reason to not have astronauts anymore. But we should to not have put astronauts. humans into space. I mean, I get it. Did you not watch the Bruce Willis movie? What, Armageddon? <laughs> no. <laughs> the one with the freaking... They have their puppets, their avatars, or whatever they're called. No, I never watched that. I'm not watching that. Yeah. It's It's okay. Um, Yeah, that shows you the pitfalls. That's what you you guys are talking about. I don't think there's a problem with putting robots into space. I think think robot drones into space, there's definitely some necessity for that. But I think the biggest problem, there's two big problems with it. I think one is weaponization. It's guaranteed to happen. And then you're going to have drones in space weaponized, which is fucking scary as fuck. Um, but then huh? from a... Well, because if you put if you have a drone that can move autonomously, it's autonomously in space... I know you're talking about a drone fit into a spacesuit doing things that people can do, but I just don't know that the technology would allow for... You know, I mean, because the reason they do that is so they can, like, look at microscopes and exam you know do tests and that kind of stuff and we shouldn't i feel like as a culture we shouldn't be like let's keep astronauts out of space like we should be like let's make space safer for people like that's what we should be thinking not like on earth where it's beautiful why do we need people at all yeah why do we need people at all wait i mean okay that's fair just to be clear though i'm i'm saying we should build something like an irobot robot but that is controlled 100% by an actual astronaut on the ground. I mean, I think that's something we should build. I agree with you. Okay. But I think we should just use it for, I mean, like doing like crazy spacewalks and stuff like that. But I think there should, we should always be thinking about how can we get people in space. 
mm-hmm. you know? I mean, I would hate to, you know, I don't know. I get what you're saying. Yes, there's, yeah, I agree with you. I do agree with you, but. There's still a delay, though, Evan, if it's far enough away from the Earth. Yeah, there's, there's still, I mean, there's still a slight They're delay. never that far away. But I mean, I mean, they're they're well, fucking. If they're we making start the robot going on Mars and stuff, they will be. No, but they're making the robot on Mars do stuff, and there's like a fucking half hour delay. They're like, move three inches forward. <laughs> <laughs> so there's yeah. still a delay. I mean, that that really wouldn't matter. Delay is like not a big deal. They just would whatever. They'd have to like that robot on Mars. There's a rock slide. A... Tell. Oh, dude, it's, yeah. it's dead. <laughs> no, but they, I mean, they could do that stuff like. You know that that robot is basically autonomous to a certain degree. Like it can kind of do things on its own. Oh, so that oh, we just, see now we're now no. We're it getting... can do it can the one on Mars can do stuff on its own. It can they survey should, on its own. So they make the the human, but no more. They make the humanoid robot. They say, okay, we need these tests done, and these are the processes to complete. And the computer can reference that information, and then it can autonomously do that test. Mm-hmm. And you just come back in a day when the test is done or whatever. And the report's waiting for you in your inbox. Like that, I could totally see. That'd be to- super valuable. You know? Yeah, I mean, we could send up, like, fleets of them instead. I mean, how many qualified astronauts can live in space at An the same time? An army like, of robots. Like 15? No, yeah, I don't know, but probably not even 15. And feeding them and everything else. Like, I get what you're saying. You're definitely, you're definitely right. You're definitely right about it. You know? Hmm. It was just a thought I had that... That I I rehad when you were talking about the space shuttles. Anyways, Mike, sorry to interrupt your uh, train of thought with your links here. Oh no! So last one is um, this is more clickbait, but that's okay. NASA has released some photos that are taken with their you know crazy telescope and blah 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 blah. Whatever. There's a little hey, Copernicus. YouTube, there's a little YouTube video here. It's in 4K, so none of us will be able to see its true potential. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, yeah, it's all kinds of craziness. It's the highest resolution photos ever taken of Andromeda and this and that and blah, blah, blah. Um, <clears throat> they also have a link on this webpage. If you go to spacetelescope.org, um, you can just go and take a look at the photo, like the huge, huge, massive photo, and you can zoom in and zoom out and do everything just on their website. That's cool. Also, so speaking of seeing things deep space, another thing that I just remembered was that apparently, um, a bunch of different nations are going to link up their radio telescopes so they can get essentially like a much wider, so they can talk uh, to God, yo, so they can talk to God. Correct. Uh, well, in a way, so what they're going to try to do is take or effectively take an actual picture of a black hole for the first time. Impossible. Says you. Wasn't there, didn't we talk about a drone that went I'm a physicist. Hole? I know what I'm talking about. Or it's like slowly getting sucked into a black hole and sitting back information or something like that. Or sitting that is hole. Interstellar. And that was a movie. No, but it, no, I thought that Japanese had a drone that like was supposed to go past a black hole or something. I thought that was a thing. They're nowhere that. they're nowhere near this planet. Okay. I made that up. That's a made up thing. Evan, it's where's okay. the closest black hole? Uh at the center of our galaxy. I don't know. The Kuiper 
stripper belt. No, I'm just, blur- I'm just blurting nope. things out now. We'd all be dead if that were true. Yeah. <clears throat> well, there is one at the center of our galaxy. At least we think there is. There's one at the center of every galaxy. Ooh. But, uh, you know, is there another one somewhere else just, like, chilling? Who knows? Uh, I, I don't know. We can't see them because they're black holes. Oh, no. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, thank you. Cool. James? Genshiken. Genshiken? I don't know how to pronounce it. That's Get just, some. That's just a link to the... Uh, to the uh, that's the anime about the anime. Yeah, the anime about making anime. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Gen- it says genre comedy, slice of life. Yeah. <laughs> ah. Is that a sushi joke? No, it, it's uh, no, it's slice of life. Anime is like, it's like an anime about about life. You know, it's about oh, okay. some kind of like you know something, a real life scenario, not like there's no fantasy, there's no sci-fi, no mechs, no, you know, whatever. It's just about school life, work life, whatever, college hmm. life, slice of life. Very interesting. This is actually really good, really good, really weird, but very good uh, manga. It's funny. It's very funny. So hmm. Worth your time if you're interested. Is there also anime. is there also an anime of it, or is there, it just there is an anime? There's two seasons of an anime and several volumes of a manga. Is it in active production? I I do not think it is. I think it's I think they finished some time ago. Have you watched or read it? I've watched all of it. I have not read all of it. So there, um, do they have English subtitles? Yeah, they do. You okay. can find it. He's yeah, like, no, can... I watched it all in Japanese. No. I watched it with subtitles. Um, it, it's it's. I mean, I like it. I like I liked it, and uh, I mean, reading it is reading is just as good. I mean, it's you know, so worth your time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Two thousand two to two thousand six was the run. Mm. Cool. Might check that out. Might not. He's like yeah. probably but, not. Uh, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> you know. You know. I like to be. Uh, I'm turning over a new leaf. I like to be honest when I can. Um, well, if no one else has anything to add, I think that'll wrap up episode 47. As always, you can uh, check us out at our website, iopanelpodcast.com. Send us feedback, feedback at iopanelpodcast.com. Check us out at Facebook, Twitter, Audible, audibletrial.com slash iopanel, Amazon affiliate link on our website, as well as uh, Google Play and iTunes subscriptions to the podcast. So thank you all for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. Let this be another night To tie around my bed at night I know I've lost the fight To erase your face, my mind Awake, I lie here staring up beyond the sky Oh